Hello, you're listening to a Talkie Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. And today's episode is our winter 2024 anime season preview. It is time, Chris. This is the only thing bad about the setup that we have right now. As I'm like this. <laughs> Eventually, we'll get like a permanent good setup. Uh, but yes, apparently winter's done, Chris. I, I'm seeing people talk about like endings of, of shows that I haven't got a chance to watch yet, the ending. And I'm going, no, I don't want to end right now. I don't. Well, granted, granted, thankfully, fall always comes one week off. That's a good thing. We always get a week off for the the coming season, so that's the plus side, I guess. Yeah, it, it, I am seeing episode 12s popping up, so I'm assuming that we're getting close to an end. There's a few 13s, but my point is that we at least get Golden Week off. They always have Golden Week, so like Farron's not going to air the following week. Not, not Christmas week, but the following week, so anyways, yes, as per usual, uh, this is our preview for the coming season, so we typically go through... All the new shows, the, the the shows that aren't sequels, then we'll go through the returning shows, and then we'll talk about continuing shows and ONAs and whatnot, give you guys a name, synopsis, who's working on it, all that good stuff, and then typically, uh, I usually look at the trailers beforehand because I gotta do my other video, but Chris will look at the trailer and say if he likes it or not. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> with all that said, let's just jump into it, because yes... I even stayed away from your uh, top 10 that you're most anticipating. Oh, you didn't I, want to spoil yourself for once. No, I didn't. That's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, but yeah, that's um, 60 shows again. We're doing it again. <laughs> We're doing 60 shows again. How, how, what are you in, what are you on, uh, I guess, what's your trajectory trajectory for like how many shows you're going to watch this season? Probably the same as I did this season. <laughs> Which I have no idea how many. No, I'm talking about this season. (laughs) How many shows are you planning on finishing for fall? As many as that I'm finishing for fall. As many as I'm watching right now. Good point. (laughs) Which is? I have no idea. No idea. Okay. We'll we'll find out with the the reviews. But let's jump into it. Because, yeah, like I said, there's way too many to go through. Thankfully, unlike other times, this season that's coming up is more returning shows. So this should be a decently quick preview. (laughs) Usually, like, like with, like, the last preview, and even Winter was bad, too. It was, like, so many new shows that we had to go through and dig through that it ended up being very long. But, anyways, let's kick things off with, obviously, the big one. The biggin'. The one that everybody's hyping up. The one that's going to be anime of the year already. I mean, it's anime of the year of this year. Because if you go by how IGN apparently handles it now, apparently shows that are in the previous year are for the next year. Swan that was weird. It. Wow. But yes, solo leveling <laughs> or Oredake Level Up Na Ken. This one is, it's been over a decade since the, uh, since the sudden appearances of Gates, the path that connects our world to a different dimension. Since then, certain humans have awakened to the power, to, to certain, certain humans have awakened to superpowers. We call these individuals hunters. Hunters make their living by using their powers to conquer dungeons inside of the gates. In this world, in this world of tough customers, the low-ranked hunter, Shun Mizushino, Mizushino, is known as the weakest hunter of all mankind. One day, Shun gets fatally injured when he runs into a high-ranked double dungeon, hidden within a low-ranked dungeon. Just then... A, I should have done this the other way where I say, one day, Bell runs into an unexpected opponent on the first level and nearly dies when Eins Wallenstein, was it Wallenstein? 
Was it yeah, Eis Wallenstein? Eis Wallenstein. Eis Wallenstein shows up and beats the t- the uh, the Taros. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, he's he's in a double a lower rank double dungeon. Um, just then, a mysterious quest window appears in front of him on the verge of death. Shun decides to accept the quest and start leveling up. Well, the others aren't. This is going to be done by A1 Pictures, based on a web novel, obviously. Uh, very, very popular one that's been hyped to death at this point. They also had a manga, which I've read some of the manga. But yeah, action, adventure, fantasy. Uh, director is Shunosuke uh, Naka, Nakashige, who did Goddess Dormitory and episode directorial work for Sword Online. Series composition by Noburo, Noburo, no, Noburo, I keep wanting to say Noburo, <laughs> Kimura, who has done uh, Kimono Jaihin, uh, Kokoku and Healer Girl. And then, yes, as Chris kind of spoiled earlier, Suwana Huyuki's doing the music. So that's a massive thumbs up from me. And yes, it'll be on Crunchyroll. So, yeah. what Chris, you read the manga, right? Not yes. the mo- Not the novel. I finished it. I finished the no- uh, manga, yes. The manga. Okay. So you got, you got the secondary. You didn't get the, you didn't get the source. No, I think the, it was a, it was originally a manhwa. Um, and I wa- I read that. Um, it was originally one. I thought it was originally web novel, and then it went to manhwa. Because I don't, I don't think he did the art manhwa. for it, right? Uh. Uh-uh. Anyway, well, I know that there's there is a, a a novel out now, but I think it was adapted from the. Um, I I'd, I'd have to actually look into it. We have to now because we brought it up and now we can't be spreading misinformation, Chris. Yeah, everybody's going to get all over me. Actually, actually, <laughs> um, it's actually from a... You can um, actually do that now that you have the, the camera on you. It's, an, it's actually based off of a... What is this? Um, Web novel. There you go. Yeah, web novel. And hmm. then... Wait, is it? Yeah, it doesn't even list the manga, though. The manhwa. I don't know. Who knows? Oh, here it is. I think this is the manhwa. Uh, the web novel also. I don't know. It, it, we're not going to get the information we need. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've told a lot of people Just that I'm not... Just ask the people in Discord. They'll, they'll be all over telling you. The Wikipedia starts out by saying <laughs> that it's a web novel written by uh, Chungun. I'm, I'm probably butchering that. And that's all it lists. So, I'm g- yeah, there you go. Anyways, yeah, I I've been telling a lot of people that I'm I'm keeping my expectations low. I, I've I've read the manga um, pretty much up until the point where the synopsis is talking about where he gets to the point where he gets the quest and all that kind of stuff, and it wasn't grabbing me. And and a lot a lot of that has to do with the fact that it just feels it just feels like a jokes. Not meaning to be cruel here, but yes, it's pretty much the opening of of Don Machi. But there wasn't really anything outside of that so far that was grabbing me, and that was well, that's what I'm leaving to hopefully whatever comes after that. Whatever comes up after that, I'm hoping kind of grabs me. But I don't know. I, I'm I'm There's setting my girl, expectation extremely low, and I'm just gonna let myself be surprised by not expecting anything out of this. Because I I think my biggest problem I'm having right now is that I'm becoming more and more, I guess anti-shonen, anti-hyper action shows, and I'm leaning, my taste and my enjoyment's been coming from shows that aren't action-focused and, you know, power fantasy type series, so not that I'm not going to enjoy it, but I'm, it's this not one... what I'm looking forward to for the, the season, because I'm more looking forward to better, sto- you know, more in-depth storytelling around the characters, so. 
This one actually, the best way I can explain it is it does actually uh, balance the overpowered main protagonist and the um, weight of the situation at the same time. It balances it really well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's basically like, like the the story said or the the title says he's soloing everything. So he he's keeps Kirito. getting. He's a beta. Uh, yes, and he's a he does, and he's going into situations that are really, really. Um, so is it that- overwhelming to him? And yet he does have some overpowered, especially later on, that actually counterbalances what he's doing. But he's always in a situation where he's way he's he's way under leveled to whatever he's he's up against. So it balances that really well. Now. My confusion that I came with the synopsis is I, from my understanding, he is given basically a questing opportunity to level up, whereas people don't normally level up, right? Nor that he is stopping people from leveling up. Because it says, no, while others aren't. He's he's offered. Well, he the, he's everybody given the ability to level. Everybody else doesn't level. He's cha- he's um he's getting a glimpse of the underside of this thing that's going on around him. While everybody else is treating it as this kind of weird game, um, there's there's more to it than what is actually being let on, and the the superpowers that everybody's gaining, um, he's because he's got an an under under a, a vision under the curtain, he he's taking it more serious and he's uh, leveling up a lot faster. But everybody else normally can level up, I guess. Yes. Okay. And so while everybody else is taking so a So he's leaving them behind basically. Yeah. Okay, I get you. I get you. All right. That makes sense. While others aren't because they're 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 not soul leveling. Pretty much. <laughs> Anyways, that's again, that's the that's the biggest the biggest show. There we go. That that's it. Um great podcast, Chris. That's there the only go. show everybody cares hey, that's, about. That's the only the, one that everybody cares the, about. The drop off for all the listenership and viewership is literally to the end of that. And then everybody else is like, I don't care about anything else. I just want to know about sort of limiting because it's the only show. I mean, yes, granted, most people, they're just going to watch one show a season. So it makes sense. But anyways, we're going to talk about everything else because that's important. Like Chain Chained Soldier or the risque title that they don't want to use. Mato sehe no shrevu. It's the naughty word, Chris. I said the naughty word. Demonetize right there. Uh, the de- how should I, say I? I need to change my voicing every time I do these. Um, the demon-filled dimension known as Mato has opened to threatened humanity and a type of peach tree that grows. Are they gonna do the peach thing on this one too? They're gonna do the peach thing, aren't they? Uh, <laughs> grows yield fruits that convert i I gotta move my i I messed up earlier and i meant to move my mouse over um fruit uh that confers special power to those who eat it giving humanities a fighting chance giving humanity a fighting chance but this only works for women well the fruits god that's mean Uh, as such as protectors of humanity women rise to the social status while men are relegated to second-class citizens scraping for basic occupation and acknowledgement q yuki wakura a domestically crafty and laborious laborious high school senior who old whose older sister was taken during motto during a motto event five years before while lamenting the hardships of life ahead of him an event opens before him. 
and while being rescued from demons by Captain Koyoka of the Anti-Demon Corps, she confers his power as her slevu and turns him into a mighty beast mount a mighty beast mount that mows down the demons. However, there uh, there is a surprised uh, surprising price to pay for being her slevu, and it's not him who has to pay it. <gasps> Uh-oh. So she gets she gets messed up. I based on the video or the PV that I watched before, I can only imagine what that price is. <laughs> it's almost like we're going what, what was it called? Sekere, but backwards. Isn't Sekere the one where the girl had to get like touched and then she gets superpowers and then she goes and beats up stuff? It, it looks like that but backwards. Like they fight and then afterwards he has to he has to help her out. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Seven Arcs is working on it, so don't even bother watching it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go don't watch it uh moving on to the next show <laughs> mm -hmm. uh based on a manga action adventure drama edgy fantasy romance uh series composition by yasuhiro uh, nakanishi who did kage summer love is war shy yamada kun level 999 uh creator is takahiro who did world die star and of course akami got kill anyhow it's gonna be it's gonna be on high dive yeah, I know that a lot of people are excited for this one, mainly because, yes, Akami got Kill creator gonna be, that worked on the original source material. Oh. But, um, yeah, I my biggest hang-up for this thing is, obviously, and it's no joke, is Seven Arcs. Uh, Seven Arcs is not a good studio. They've never really been a good studio. And for them to take on what looks like... From what I understand, it's not, like, super heavy action, but you would assume this is an action show. And we're already seeing a lot of CGI being in the yeah. trailer. It's not horrible CGI, but they're really picked out shots. Typically with PVs, they're going to pick out the best shots possible. I, I don't trust them. I don't trust them that much. But yeah, the, the characters look great. Um, yeah, knowing that it's a comic got kill makes perfect sense. The the main girl and how she looks and the, 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 the art style itself in general. But because, um, you know... What was her name? S S S Death or whatever her name was. The main character literally looks like her. So got that little hat on and everything. So we'll see. Uh, it's obviously this one and another one's probably going to be the big like controversial show of the of the season for sure. I mean, I think when it got announced that it was getting an adaptation, people were already freaking out about the the title. But um, we'll see. It, it, it's in my it's in my honorable mentions at least. But I'm. I'm keeping my expectations extremely low for this, like zero, because I don't think this studio is going to do very well. But we'll see. It could be their, could be their breakout. We say that every time. We every time we criticize a studio, we're like, this could be the breakout, <laughs> and then nothing happens, and we're like, okay, well, we'll give them a shot. Yeah, it. Um, I, it seems like we've uh, this one was announced like forever ago. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um. But yeah, it it looks interesting. Um, Akami got kill. Writer does not make me. Yeah, that's my thing. Is like the the whole Akami got kill. I thing liked, I like people, but, but I don't like his writing. <laughs> his, yeah. Well, at least for Akami got kill, unless it's just that there was a bad adaptation. It was not good writing. It was very, it was very cheap. It was a very cheap writing. Like nothing had purpose. It, it seemed like most of the Death, unfortunately, was just for shock, shock value. value. Yeah. It, it, none of it felt like it had purpose. The characters were very unlikable. Eh, we'll see. 
it, it could do something better. It seems, I, I, I honestly feel like, no, I was trying to think of how much hype was around a comic got killed when that came out. And I'm like, no, this, the comic got killed definitely had more hype than this, this show did. Cause I remember back in the day, phew, people were crazy with that show. So we'll see though. We'll see though. Second class, second class citizens rising up to be mounts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all and all the sims are like i want to be her mount uh anyways that's chain soldier we'll we'll see we'll see moving on let, let's get in some foodie stuff chris here's something you're gonna like obviously we have our first foodie show i think we have like three foodie shows this this coming season delicious in dungeon or dungeon meshy when young venturer laios and his company are attacked and soundly tra- thrashed by a dragon deep in a dungeon the party loses all their money and provisions and a member. At member? And a member. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaning too much into the voice and I forgot to bring the lips together. <laughs> uh, they're eager to go back and save her. But it's just one problem. If they set out with no food or coin to speak of, they're surely going to starve on the way. But Laios comes with a brilliant plan. Let's eat the monsters. Wait, what would his voice be? Let's meet. Let's eat those monsters. Slimes, basculus, and dragons. That wasn't, that wasn't hot-blooded shonen enough. It yeah. wasn't? No. Oh, I'm sorry. It's going to be... Um, uh, let's eat the monsters! Because <laughs> they got to sound like all young and full of energy. Anyways, uh, none of them none are safe from the appetites of these drag uh, dungeon-crawling gormans. This one's, of course, being done by Trigger. These sources of manga, genres are adventure, comedy, fantasy... Director is Yoshihiro uh, Miyajima, who did SSSSS Dinazinan, the movie, and it'll be on Netflix. Yay! It's like two shows. Two shows, I think they're going simulcast on Netflix, so that's interesting. But yeah. I I don't like foodie shows, but it looks really fun. <laughs> it looks really fun. <laughs> I don't know. I, what I'm, what I'm kind of thinking is like, it reminds me of, for some reason, the trailer reminds me a lot of, um, the handyman Saito where it's them dungeon diving, but there's a, there's a gimmick. Of course, of course, handyman Saito is about him being a handyman in a fantasy setting. This one looks like it's going to be obviously eating food, but it's been a long time since I've watched a trailer for a trigger show. And I got extremely excited just based on the expressions and the animation and the perspective shots and everything. Not the biggest Trigger fan, but dang it, look good. <laughs> it looked good. Uh, what are you thinking, Chris? Are you are you jazzed? Are you excited? I'm actually pretty. This, I'm actually pretty excited about this. And it, it is so funny because I know that I end up being the kind of out of the two of us. I I tend to all the the goofy cooking ones I end up liking, but it is what it is. It's not like I like the cooking things, but at the same time, this this looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, I just, I get tired of like, then this person eats, and they go, oh my gosh, Sugoi, and then this person eats, and oh my gosh, Sugoi. It's just like, um, I think uh, the Isekai Amazon guy, in another world with my Jeff Bezos, um, the one that got the sequel, the one where he got Fafner, and it was Eyes on Gold's voice, um, Campfire Cooking in Another World. That one, I think, did well in balancing it. Now, I do admit, like, halfway through the season, at some point, I got sick of it again. Like, I was watching it um, just fine. I got about, sex, you know, episode six. 
And then from then on, from episode six onward to the finale, whenever it came to a cooking point, I, my finger was over the skip forward button. It's like, I can't sit here and watch them cook another piece of meat and then flip it over and then put the stuff inside the pan and cookie sizzle sizzle and then it, put it into the drainer. And then, like, I, it's so boring watching somebody preparing food. Like, how often does somebody go rushing into the kitchen when somebody's cooking food and you're like staring at them cooking food like, this is so exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I mean, I understand there's like the element of the... The eating and the reactions, I think, can be fun, but, like, I just, I get sick of watching just the process of cooking, and I don't get it. It it doesn't build on me. Anyways, I'm just hoping there's a good balance there. Just keep a good balance, and I'll thoroughly enjoy it. It looks like it's got a lot of fun and adventure in there. Now, granted, I'm not sure how fast they're going to, it's in the title that it's dungeon meshy, but it could be a lot more storytelling involved in there. Obviously, having this party member that's trapped in there, and... It seems like, based on the very first shot, I'm assuming he is, the the knight guy is, like, in love with her and wants to get to her. Um, I've, I think one of the other, the first synopsis that we read when it got an adaptation indicated the elf specifically just did not like the idea at all. And so she's kind of reluctantly going along with it. Um, obviously, it looks like the dwarf is the cook, but we'll see. It might have a fun little, fun little gimmick there that can at least be enjoyable and hopefully have some story to tell in the middle of it, so... Dungeon Meshi. The animation's so good, though. It looks really good. Twitter Twitter going... Or Twitter. <laughs> Trigger going all out. Yeah, tr- Twitter is going all out. Yeah. Jeez. Um, did, did, did you hear that that... Oh, you, well, I made a video. I was talking about how... Um, Kaiju number eight. Not next season. I think that was April show. Kaiju number eight. Going to be the first Twitter simulcast. Yeah. I'm like, what? We're doing that now? Uh, that's going to be interesting. We'll see how that turns out. <laughs> Anyways, uh, back to winter 2024. A sign of affection. Or Yubisaki Torenren. With these hands, I want to tell you that I love you. Yuki, a deaf college student. Not you, Yuki. Okay. A deaf, she's kind of deaf sometimes, though. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Uh, is struggling uh, one day when a upperclassman from her high school, uh, from her school, Itsuomi, helps her out. Itsuomi isn't put off by her lack of hearing and interacts with her naturally. As he as he gradually opens up a new world for her, Yuki begins to develop feelings for Itsuomi. Thus begins the pure love story of Yuki, a deaf college student. We got that already, and Itsuomi, her upperclassman who travels the world with her, who travels the world with her. Those lips. I can't stand the lips. Every time I see them, do they stick out for you? No, I like Until it. Until I point it out. You like the big lips? Yeah. The guy with the big lips? I, I'm i talking about the guy. It, it, I'm, it comes, looking at the it girl comes and with look the, at the guy. It comes with the territory, okay? <laughs> if somebody's focused on lips, they're going to focus on every lip. Oh, so you looked and at And they actually hers, have then, nose. You looked at hers and then you're like, oh, okay, now I notice his. I don't know. I, I, I don't like it. Uh, anyways, Ajia Do is the studio that's working on it. They've done things like uh, um, Sentence of Bookworm. That's, that, that's the most noticeable one. Manga is a source. Romance, Slice of Life. Yuta uh, Murano is doing the directing work for it, which is to, they've done How Not to Summon Demon Lord. Series composition by Yuko uh, Yonu, Yonai Yama, who did Your Boy Koming. So there you go. And it's going to be on Crunchyroll. What's your what's your excitement, Chris? Levels on this one? Excitement, Chris? Levels. 
I'm actually very interested in this. Um, a love story in in I I I give a lot of leeway to these kinds because they can be real touching um, if if they're done well, and that is my hopes for this is that the, it it'll be just uh, well done and 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 just capture the the essence of what's going on and not not turn it into some kind of mel melancholy crap that that that's the only thing i don't want i i just want it to be just a simple love story between the two i i, I think that'll work really well i don't think they're going for a silent voice that's for sure probably not because <laughs> i joked about it being a silent voice with a shoujo filter it's literally like it's a silent voice with a shoujo filter on it which is why there's so many pretty boys surrounding her it's definitely got a shoujo vibe to it for sure it definitely does I know, I think all the characters look great, except for the one guy they show at the market, he looks fine, but the main guy, which I'm assuming is Itsuomi, I can't, his lips are just, like, so, it just, like, the character, the male models look very flat, and for some reason, despite the male model being flat overall, like, the hair and everything looks very flat, it's just like these lips have, like, so much definition to them, and it's like they're coming out of the screen, it's like, why, why, I... My only assumption is, is that, obviously, an art style choice. It could be ex exactly how the manga was. That's their choice in art style. Or a combination of both. There's a lot of emphasis on the lips because they might be actually utilizing lip sync, uh, lip, uh, lip reading. Maybe that's an aspect they're going to... I mean, one shot has him walking out and he literally speaks out and she reads his lips in her mind. Yeah, I think that's a So there that's could be a, a possibility that what they're doing here is having very pronounced lips so that they can do that like even this other guy is he's very pronouncing his lips um so that could be a, possibly why they're doing it doesn't mean i'm like doesn't mean I'm like it, but we'll see we'll see um i'm extremely excited for the story itself because i adored a silent voice i love storytelling from um pretty much yes a a perspective of somebody that has some sort of disability and it yes unfortunately is a very rare thing for anime to ever get into i think it Last time we had it was like, what, four or five years ago when we had that one? I mean, it's been mostly movies. Mostly movies will have something that they're, the characters are going through and they're trying to deal with. Um, a Silent Voice was a movie. Uh, I think we had a short at some point that had some some people in wheelchairs, but then that never came over here. So it's a rare thing. And I think when they do it right, especially with a romance or something like that, I think it's really well. So I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. So... It's definitely up there in my, my most anticipated for the season. I think, like, somewhere in the two or three point of my most excited, so... Yeah, that's a sign of affection. Alright, Chris. It's time for some Hokkaido gals. Let's get some gals. We gotta get some gyarus in here. Can't can't go a season without some, some gyarus. We have Hokkaido gals are super adorable. Or Donsaku... Uh, Donsako ga... Donsako gal... Wa, oh my gosh, I hate this name. Nara ra, Ramen Koi. Uh, this one is high school boy Subasa moves to Kitami City up in Hokkaido where he meets a gal at a bus stop. Uh, that's probably Gyaru. Um, meets a Gyaru at a bus stop. The sight of her standing alone against the white snowscape, bare legged despite be being freezing cold, captures his heart. That's it. He meets a girl, and she's freezing, 
even though she's wearing a skirt because gotta do that what's the term what's the phrase um sacrifices for beauty or something like that i think it was um a gyakko-chan did that where they were they were saying that it's like sacrifice for beauty or something like that anyways Blade and Silverlink is the studio's working on it based on a manga. Genres are comedy, romance, slice of life. And the director is Mirai uh, Minato, who did Made I Hire recently is Unusual and Masamikun's Revenge R. So that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. That's uh, the notable people behind it. So what are you thinking, Chris? I love it. Love it. I need I need some more Gyaru in my life. So yeah. Gyaru, are you enjoying the current Gyaru? experienced i was not i actually didn't <laughs> you're supposed to say yes of course every season i'll consume the gyaru shows just not that no, one i it's that just one... that one's not the same no that it's so melodrama and and dumb characters this is more like the i guess wish wish film like the perfect waifu character kind of show i mean yes technically i was experienced uh your experience i'm not show is technically wish fulfillment but it's just it's so much more going for melodrama and relationships and expectations and relationships and all that kind of stuff. Sorry. She looks cute. You're um, you're right. I mean, I, I, I ended up just falling off on that one. So it, it sucks. I didn't. Plus, I think my first impressions didn't really lead you to want to go back. Right. Cause the whole, like <laughs> the sister that's like dressing up like her in order to jump his, his, his gun. Yeah, it was a bit much. That was it, it gets weird. It gets really weird. But yeah, it's I'm I, I have to admit that I'm not like super excited for this one. I don't know why. I, I think she's super cute. But I don't know. I'm I'm kinda like the whole action shonen thing. I think I'm getting a little bit fatigued on the whole perfect waifu. I'll definitely be giving it a shot, but Well hopefully it does something within the first, you know, so episodes to really grab me. Yaru's have a um a kind of pushy, uh, flirty, kind of cutesy nature to them that that just kind of works for them. And I mean, when you see a Gyaru, it's it's you you have this kind of expectation. And some shows, if they don't pull that off, it it does kind of hurt it in a lot of ways. So, what's funny is I I don't think any Gyaru's. I mean, there's some cases where Gyaru. I think. Um, I think um, Nagatoro, I think, is the most, like, what I would actually think an actual Garu is like. Yeah. The, like, they're, like, super mean, and they're very much so, you know, done up and all that kind of stuff. And it, it seems like every anime that has Garu besides that one, that is always the misunderstood. Yeah. Which is, I guess, is fine. It's just, like, the whole, like, the really hot girl that you think is, like you know, would never give you the time of day, but she's actually, like, super nice, and she's constantly trying to talk to you and stuff like that. Or is the Dress of Darling, where she's actually a super geek. But, um, yeah, anyways, Hokkaido Gals, super adorable. See how that one turns out. Uh, time for Witch Hunter Robin. Are you ready for some Witch Hunter Robin, Chris? <laughs> I think we were quoting it as pretty much being that. Uh, the Witch and the Beast, or Majo to Yaju. This one is, it all started with a seven, with the 17 origins whose powers were passed down to individuals who ex still exist around the world today. A man carrying a coffin and a girl with the eyes of a beast appear in, the small, in a town. Um, the girl was once cursed by a witch and now searches for her in order to undo the curse. 
uh, is the witch who appears before them the the appears before them the quarry that they are searching for and how can the curse be undone the quest for revenge against the evil witch begins rolling when the beast captures begins rolling when the beast captures the witch this this uh, this magnificent and intense dark fantasy begins now uh, this is kind of like the chain soldier thing I'm going to come right out and say it. Yokohama Animation Lab is the ones working on it. And again, set expectations really low for that studio. <laughs> uh, sources of manga and the genres are action, adventure, drama, fantasy. And Yuichiro Momose is going to be working on it, who did Rokuro, Bad Girls, and Soma Spider So What? So, is it a series composition or is it a director? It's a series composition writer. And it'll be on Crunchyroll, so. Yeah, I. I like I said before, I think when we first heard the announcement for this one, we really only had, like, the key art to work with and the synopsis. And I was, like, getting some mad, like, Witch Hunter Robin vibes. But I know it's not going to be that because it – I mean, it's – wasn't Witch Hunter, Witch Hunter Robin – was that more modern setting or was that um, – Yes, modern setting. Because this kind of looked like, uh, what, Paris um, or something like that? Yeah. Victorian. I don't know. I I guess it's kind of a similar just setting, on the, similar just style. Just on the cusp of the um... – the in industry industrial revolution yeah it's it looks good it's got a great style to it i just again i don't know the studio's gonna hold it together uh, it, it, hopefully it's not too action heavy because they definitely won't be able to keep that together but again just like jane soldier might be their big hit coming out swinging get a lot of money put behind them i, I don't know who knows some good a good team of animators suddenly jump in there and they just take off with it who knows? Are you, are you going to be giving a shot? Oh, absolutely. I absolutely love the artwork. So I'm just absolutely thrilled about it. I, I really want to get into this one. Yeah, I guess it's for a good thing. I just like, can we get a little bit more visuals to work with here? <laughs> <laughs> like the PV is like super short. Um, There you go. The Witch and the Beast. Uh, let's move on to Metallic Rouge. Rouge, you gotta stop kicking the table because your your camera's on the table. You gotta remember that going forward. Uh, Metallic Rouge, Metallic Rouge takes place in a world where humans and androids coexist. The story follows Rouge, an android girl who is on a mission with to Mars with her partner Naomi. The mission is to murder nine artificial humans who are hostile to the government. There you go, Studios Bones. <laughs> Sources original genres are action, mecha, sci-fi. Director is Motonobu Hori, who did Super Crooks and Carol on Tuesdays, which definitely Carol on Tuesdays was amazing. And the writer, the two writers we have listed for it is uh, uh, Yutaka Izubuchi, who did Rasavan and script work for Battleship Yamato uh, twenty one ninety nine, and Toshizo uh, Nimoto, who did Macross Delta. So. Take that for however you want to take it. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing for a lot of people or not, but we'll see. Um, I don't know. I'm not... I've told a lot of people I'm not really feeling this one. It, it, as much as I'm all for the sci-fi setting, I'm all for the Carol and Tuesday's director who did a great job for Carol and Tuesday. Uh, the writers don't seem like they really have much under their belt original-wise, unless I'm missing something, and... The 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 PV is full of action and 
crazy stuff. Great use of CGI. It doesn't look too... Like, it stands out, stands out too much, but... I just feel like I, there's something that's deep inside me that's saying this is going to be very... Shrug. I don't know. Are you, are you getting hyped up for that? Just based on that trailer, it's getting hyped up, Chris? It, it does look good. I'm not going to argue with that. Um, the concept... I guess I, but the, he, he, I'm, I, I, I agree. I'm, I'm in this kind of weird mixed spot. The girls look good. Like I said, the kind of Sentai, super Sentai group type thing is, I guess what they're going for. Cause it, there, there was at least four or five, um, kind of battle suit things going on. She upgrades, she upgrades her Android suit self so yeah i i don't know i'm 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 in this mixed spot i i don't know <laughs> i'm sure bone's gonna do a good job with the show overall but i don't know we'll see we'll see i i don't i don't have um another one that was i'll set my expectations low and hopefully get surprised but i don't know what it is about it it's like i think the moment i watched the pv it was like for some reason my mind just went just don't expect too much i didn't that's that's an unfortunate thing but we'll see we'll see metallic rouge Talk Rouge. She's doing some serious flipping around, though. <laughs> She's flipping everywhere. Stop flipping, girl. We gotta shoot you because you keep flipping. Um, it is to throw off the the stormtroopers, Chris. You always have to throw off the storm the stormtroopers. They have precise aiming. Though. <laughs> uh, my instant death ability is so overpowered. No one in this world stands a chance against me. That's a great title. It's such a stupid title. Uh, and now I have to read the Japanese title, which is extremely long. Uh, Sokushi Chitka Saikyo Sugete Isekai no Yatsura Ga Marude Aite Ni Naranai. I'm missing, I think I'm missing a letter there. Ndesuga. This one is Awakened to Absolute Chaos and Carnage while on a school trip. Yogiri Takato uh, discovers that everyone in his class has been transported to another world. He has somehow managed to sleep through the entire ordeal himself. He has su- ha- ha- he had some oh I'm sorry about uh, miss- uh, missing out on the gift powers disposed uh, bestowed upon the others by a mysterious sage who appeared to transport them. Even worse, he and other classmates were ruthlessly abandoned by their friends. Left uh, left as bait to distract a nearby dragon. Although not terribly bothered by the thought of dying, he reluctantly decides to protect his lone companion. After all, a lowly leveled 1,000 monster doesn't stand a chance against his secret power to invoke instant death with a single thought. Uh, if he can stay awake long enough to bother using it, though. Studio is Okuruto Noburu and sources light novel, duh. And uh, genres are action, adventure, comedy, fantasy, and this will be on High Dive. (sighs) This is such a stupid setup. I, I've, I'm sorry. It's such a this, this better have some really good hook in there because nothing about this excites me. Nothing, zero. Absolutely zero. Not besides even the, the fact, cute girl. Besides the fact that he's kind of like very blah about touching her chest and she freaks out, she's kind of cute. She's she got the de- she's definitely going full on tsundere. 
I think she was actually somebody that I, um, a voice that I recognized, but I forget. I don't, I don't know. know. The concept. Guy. The Are con- you excited? The concept of this is actually kind of dumb. No, I mean, yeah, I just said that. I'm hoping. Look, let me say what I want to say, even if it does repeat what you said. Stop <laughs> bumping the table. You have a camera to deal with now. Chris is never going to be able to pull off this whole camera thing. <laughs> The the idea of it, of it, the, hopefully. Oh, it's Kanane. That was what it was. I cannot unhear Kanane now. Kanane from Hundred Girlfriends. She just, it just, she screams Kanane, which makes sense because she's yelling the whole time. The the whole him going to sleep all the time is kind of this concerning thing. They'll if they make a depending on how much of a joke that they make out of it. Um, it I mean it could be interesting. I, we, I don't, I'm not big on the whole one, one shot thing that it just, I'd much rather them think about stuff. And if he's, you know, killing everything with one shot, it it's kind of boring, but making him fall asleep on this is going to be even more annoying. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. They're actually, I mean, the falling asleep thing could be the whole limiter. I'm assuming the limiter is going to be in the idea of like, He's not going to want to kill people, and he's probably going to run into a situation where you have to deal with people. Um, but I don't, I don't know that necessarily is going to be that. I think it's probably the idea of him, you know, staying up long enough to use it. It's probably going to be an idea that he's just kind of one of those people that just doesn't seem to care about anything. Just doesn't want to get involved with anything. He's got just no... He's got... I mean, like, the whole scene at the end where he's talking about, like, you know, touch, touching her chest, and she's, like, freaking out about it. He just seems very blah about it. Like, he just does not want to get involved with anything, but... I don't know. Yeah, that's... Uh, we'll see. Not the most exciting premise, that's for sure. Uh, besides a cute girl, that's not enough sometimes, but we'll see. I, the wrong way. I, it might end up being my, my pick of the season. I, I I like the isekai, so... The wrong way to use healing magic is our next one, or Chiyu Maho no Machikata Sukai Kata. This one is Usato, an ordinary high schooler, happens to run into two fellow students after school on a rainy day. Uh, suddenly, all three of them are engulfed in a magic circle and transported to a fantasy world. There, just one tiny problem. Usato um, is simply dragged along by accident. On top of that, Usato learns that he is capable of using healing magic, an incredibly rare affinity in this new world. Now, Usato must uh, spend his days with the search team... Uh, the rescue team's thugs with the rescue team thugs <laughs> struggling through their hellish training regimen, uh, learning uh, learning the wrong way to use healing magic, uh, get ready for a centric, otherworldly fantasy filled with comedy and combat. It seems like, we did, uh, uh, like an increasing trend is the my healing magic not being used the right way. Like the cleric one. I think when the cleric show came out, I thought this was what... It, I think when the cleric show came out, I thought that show was this show. Because I remember we, we talked about this show when it came out. And I was like, oh, let's go to this stupid training regimen. I mean, they both go to a, a dumb training regimen. Except for cleric, he eats, drinks a bunch of mysterious potion X. And this one seems like it's, I guess, healing his stamina so that he keeps moving or something like that. I don't know. There's got to be a weird way that he's, it's implying that he's using his healing magic in a dumb way. It looks like he's using it to make his fist turn into a punching magic spell so maybe he's he's unhealing aura in his hand i don't know 
healing his hands so much that's super tough. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see the dumb skill that gets turned into an OP ability thing. Shinny Animation's working on it with Studio Ad. Uh, source of Light Novel, of course. Action Fantasy. Uh, series composition by Shugo Yasukawa, who did Seven Spellblades and Executioner in her Way of Life. So, seemingly a good series competition writer, at least. I don't know. I love the concept of uh, uh, out of the box thinking on stuff. So, the idea of using the healing the wrong way, I love that. Let, let me, let, I want to see it. It's so funny because I'm I'm kind of starting to get in the opposite where I, I think the out-of-the-box thing has gotten to the point now where it's just it lacks, I guess, structure. Like, actually, it's more of the idea that it's like the assumption is always going to be that they break the system. Like, every single one of these is I am given the worst, but then I find the best. And at some point, it kind of gets turned into, like I joke about before, with like the whole synopsis where it's like, he gets reincarnated into this other world, and he has the weakest ability ever. I'm like, okay, then where's the line where it says, and then he figures out how to be the most powerful ever. It kind of is the assumption that it always comes to. I, I, I just wish more off, and I, we might get it this season, because there's another show that we will talk about later on, where it's like that whole idea of given the worst possible stat and skill and all that kind of stuff. And I think at least possibly that one's going to actually is actually going to leave it at that. Like they are in the weakest situation, but we'll see. But yeah, I have zero care whatsoever for the show. But so we'll see. I, I'll probably give it an episode or two. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll grab me, but I have no expectations for it. Tell wedding rings, Chris, it is time. It is time My for show. the manga that I think, did you finish it? I, I, I got, I, I got a like lot I got farther than you did. That's for sure. You got way farther than I did. I, I the only thing I remember is I at least got to the point where they were all together and then they were doing something and I think they accomplished something but then I stopped there I don't know somewhere around there uh, somewhere around the point where they got all the rings and then he went off to do something and they finished that and then I, I got sick of it and I stopped anyways uh, Tales of Wedding Rings Kekon Yubiwa Managatari this one is Saito and his best friend Hime have been together for a long, as long as you can, as like, like, as long as he can remember. So when she tells him she's going back to her home world to get married, his first thought was to follow her and crash her wedding. All goes according to plan. And with a kiss from Hime, himself, uh, Hime herself, Sato becomes the new groom. But unbeknownst to Sato, the man who uh, marries Hime is destined to be the hero of immense power to save the world. Is Sato up for the challenge, or is it just too much responsibility for one high schooler to handle? It, it, it kind of says it, but doesn't really specify it, that he technically runs through a portal to another world. Like, literally, she's going back to her home world, not a planet. She's just walking through a portal, and he runs to the portal and just goes, stop, I, I want to marry her. And yeah, it doesn't really get in technically all the other stuff that I just kind of technically talked about earlier which is the whole wedding rings there's more than plural one ring. yes. <laughs> plural i mean the, the the trailer literally is like here they are <laughs> like I, I at least when i was reading the manga it was like okay now yeah it makes sense we're gonna have a we're gonna have an elf oh uh, yeah of course we're gonna have a a beast girl yeah we're gonna have i think one of them was like a android or something what was the what was the android one she was like a. I i don't remember was. an android but the 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 short-haired girl that looks like she's like 
like Kudere or whatever. Anyways, um, yeah, like I mentioned before, I, I read a lot of this. It was actually on Crunchyroll's app. Um, I read a lot of it. A whole lot of it. And I stopped reading it. Because it's it's so boring. Like it was it was kind of interesting early on. It was kind of that whole, yeah, technically fetishizing the harem and all these girls are so thirsty for him and it never delivers, by the way, like ever. Like <laughs> I'm I'm sure this season will never have a single speck of it. It's just gonna be a lot of the girls a lot of them all over him, but nothing actually happening. It is a massive tea show and nothing ever really happens. It the thing that kind of kept me going is I like the art style from the manga if I remember correctly, and I also like the concept they were kind of building there and this idea that he he gets stronger with them. He's basically building up a harem that will empower him. And it had a the idea of the villain character and everything was sort of interesting. But it just got repetitive. Like it gets super repetitive at some point. It just it just turns into a formula her uh, that just keeps going. And I got bored of it. So I don't know. Maybe the maybe the anime will be better. Uh, another thing I don't really the PV doesn't look that great. I don't think Staple Entertainment's the greatest, but we'll see. We'll see if they can do something interesting with it. But I I won't expect much. Yeah, I I really enjoyed the the manga. So getting getting the the group um, actually watching the uh, an anime version of it is 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 actually super exciting for me. I. Um, love the concept and like andrew had said the the whole idea of uh every time he gets gets a new girl the he gets a ring and that gives him uh more power and and it is it is kind of fun it, it's just goofy harem shenanigans while having a kind of adventure to go and collect collect everything so yeah i like it i love it the director working on it did uh vermilion goals that's a plus vermilion goal was a pretty good um at least et etchy adaptation Search Competition did the Vanitas. That's good, too. Creator did uh, Abandoned Sacred Beast. I think I went into Abandoned Sacred Beast because of this creator. Because I read Tales of Wedding Rings and then Sacred Beast came out. And it was the same creator. And I'm like, this is definitely <laughs> this is definitely different. <laughs> definitely different. Anyways, let's let's move on to Maho Films Butchered Anime of the Season. We gotta have every season a butchering of some adaptation by Maho Films. Dr. Elise this time. The Royal Lady with the Lamp, or Gekai Elise. This one is making up for her sins of her past life as the evil Princess Elise. Aoi Takamoto dedicates her life to saving people as a doctor. But a fatal accident cuts her atonement short, and she suddenly uh, appears back into her previous life, ten years before her death. Will her foresight and medical brilliance help her change her past ways and heal an alien empire? Or is fate doomed to repeat itself? Question mark. If it does, it'd be a really sad ending. But anyways, Maho Films working on it. Sources of manga. Genres are comedy, fantasy, romance. And this one director is uh, Kumiko Habara, who did Last Boss uh, Villainous and uh, Standing on a Million Lives. Series composition by Deko Akko, who did Tiramun uh, Empire, Komisan, Vanitas, and Higehiro. That's their second one, by the way. We're going to count them. That's the second one from that person. Sudeko is doing two shows so far. We're going to keep count, Chris. <laughs> yes, I'm hinting at the fact there's going to be more. <laughs> this girl busy. What do you think, Chris? I 
As a, again, Chain Soldier and Witch. Maybe I mean the the PV looks fine, but granted, everything in Maho films, I don't think they really necessarily show it in their their actual PV. But I I just have a thing against Maho film right now. I don't know why. The concept is very very interesting. I think this could actually be good. Um. So she's. She did. She was. She's basically Tierman, uh, uh, fantasy. So yeah, Victor goes, like Victorian setting. She's this princess, and she's she did, a villainous. She's she, she dies, and then she reincarnates into modern times, becomes a looks like a brain surgeon. Pretty she much, has a brain surgeon in our modern times Japan, and then she gets blown up in a plane, and then she pops back to her previous life as this princess ten years before she's gonna die. And so she's going to correct all of her ways. Yeah. I actually like that concept. Um, yeah, I've been like a lot of the Isekai reincarnated medical expert kind of things. Like the pharmacist in other world kind of stuff. I think that stuff does really well. I'm not sure if the writer is versed in that medical stuff. Kind of similar to the other ones were. But um, I'm not sure if this one is the author for... I'm not sure if the author for this one is learned in that kind of stuff like the other ones were. But... Could be. Yeah, I'm on the same page as you. I, I, I Putting Maho aside, I, I am kind of interested in the, what they can technically do with this. I I think the only thing that has me kind of a little hesitant story-wise is I hope it's not too bogged down by the romance. Because I, I, I think that could get it a little bit too sidetracked in her kind of redemption story to be too focused. Because there's way too much time in the PV spent with her looking at this guy. And maybe they're trying to appeal to romance people, saying, look at her with this dashing dude, which I'm assuming is probably going to be the guy that probably took her down um, in the in her past life. Is probably the the person who eventually ended her. And maybe she's trying to get in favor with him first. But it is, the, the, again, the PV spends way too much time with him, and I'm afraid that's going to be the focus and not her. What seems like they're indicating based on the, the synopsis is that her trying to Maybe her death is caused by a pandemic, some sort of some sort of medical thing. She says our alien empire, maybe the idea of this empire that she's a part of, maybe there's a a big massive threat coming to it and she's probably going to put into place something that can cure it. Maybe it is something medically that maybe she has to research it or maybe it's something that she knows what the cure is and she's got to figure out how to how do I get it out there. Kind of like again the what's it called the uh, uh the one where he was a noble boy and he his Parents like made him an entire, or the the queen made him an entire pharmacy, and it was like super rich looking. Um, because that one it got into the idea of like this big plague going out, and he had to like quarantine places and everything. So it could be something like that. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. All right, time for another angel to deal. With. Actually, yeah, it's, it's technically legit an angel. <laughs> the fullest angel. Who dances, uh, Foolish Angel dances with the devil. The Foolish Angel dances with the devil. Oroka na tenshi wa akuma to odoru. This one is Masatora Akutsa, Akutsu, a demon on a recruitment mission in a human high school, is drafting allies for hell against the heavenly angels. But when seated beside the captivity, but when seated beside the captivating Lily Amane, he is in for a devilishly hilarious celestial surprise. 
Children Playground Entertainment's working on it. Uh, sources of manga. And the genres are comedy, romance, supernatural. Director is Itsuro uh, Kawasaki, who did Be the Beginning, uh, Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting, Magical Girl Ore, and Listen to Me Girls, I'm Your Father. So there you go. A nice little mixture of action and comedy. So they got what seems like with the PB. They know what they're doing, at least. Yeah, I'm... I don't know. I, I kind of want this to work like really badly. It's It's got a little bit of that whole kind of Kaguya-sama love is war kind of vibe coming from the PV where it's like the two... Obviously, she's going to be an angel. And he's trying to recruit for his people and she's like gorgeous so he's like dead set on recruiting her. I think they understand who each other are at some point but I think it's kind of Definitely the earlier segments of PV kind of playing on the idea of the two of them trying to win the other other one over. So she does something super cute and he gets flustered and then he does something, you know, handsome and then she gets all flustered. And I, I think what they're kind of play off of is the idea of them not wanting to admit maybe to the other side, like not wanting to lose. Because maybe the idea of the concept in their mind of losing is, you know, they join them, whereas they want them to join the other side. But that's kind of funny. Like him coming down there recruiting meets an angel, they fall in love, but then the angel wants to recruit him, maybe, <laughs> in the reverse. Um, it looks it looks, it looks, looks like it'd be a lot of fun. Not that I think it looks the greatest. PV definitely doesn't look the greatest. A lot of proportion issues, but we'll see. I can hopefully, why does he have so much hair when he's... Like, I see her and she blows, she's blow-drying her hair and it's super long, and I'm like, that makes sense because she has long hair. And then it cuts to him in the bathroom and he's... Unless it's some... No, there's nobody else in the key art that has his dark hair. So maybe his hair grows out. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know what's going on, but I love it. I, 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 I can't wait for this one at all. You know, like this whole, like, classroom fighting scene. I'm like, I have no clue what's happening <laughs> in the room. I have no it's, clue what's going on. It's like... I want it. An axe is swinging, and then she screams out, and then the axe is, like, right next to his face, and then it, like shows a toppled over desk and then he appears to the side so yeah like like i said the play doesn't look the greatest but hopefully it's a good show she looks super cute the glasses seems yeah super cute anyways maybe she'll recruit me we'll see the fullest angel dances with the devil uh here's our second re -re 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 reborn show of the season so sir we had the uh dr elise and now we have this one as the reborn 50 times shows level uh, villainous level 99. I may be the hidden boss, but I'm not the demon Lord. I oh, know this is the other one. I'm, I'm thinking of the seventh reborn one. I don't know. Anyway, we'll see. I, uh, you, uh, Aku Yaku Rejo level 99. Watashi wa ura boss desu ga mao de wa arimasen. This one is the, this college kid wants nothing more than his, than a quiet life. So when she's reborn as Yumela, Yumiela, Yumiela, uh, the hidden villain of an Atome RPG, she's not exactly thrilled. Still yearning to, for peace, she abandons her evil duties to live a more discreet life until her gamer side kicks in and she accidentally reaches level 99. Now, everyone suspects that she is the infamous demon lord. What future awaits her? Uh, is Jumondo, the source of light novel. Genres are fantasy, romance. And the series composition is Fumiko, Fumihiko Shimo, who did maxed out my defenses and don't hurt me, my healer. 
as well as bottom tier character Tomazaki. It'll be on Crunchyroll. So another villainous show. You excited for another villainous show? Well, it's she's not supposed to be the villainous. She's actually the a secret boss. She's the, yeah. She was reborn as the villainous, and she decides to hide away. She's a hidden villainous of an Atome RPG. She's not thrilled about it. She goes to hide, but then she levels up too fast. <laughs> she's like, damn it. So it kind of turns from, like, I got to get out of here to, crap, I accidentally leveled up really fast. And then, like, suddenly it's, uh, crap. Now I got to hide the fact that I'm overpowered. But then she doesn't, obviously. I don't know. I, I don't know. See. This doesn't really feel like a villainous show, per se. It, I mean, most, I mean, the villainous shows per se are usually them trying to redeem themselves in some way. This, this one doesn't feel like she's really necessarily going for, because it, well, yeah, it's not playing off the, well, I'll just avoid flags. Well, she does technically because she runs off. <laughs> that was her, that most of these villainous guys, it's, they literally go, okay, now I got to make sure that I don't do the bad thing that I know what the bad thing is. She literally says, I'm going to avoid all the flags by just going somewhere else. But then apparently somebody finds out that she's level 99. Well, she puts her hand on a crystal and everybody freaks out. I don't know. Based on the key art, it looks like it might be a thing where she is trying to benefit the hero party. Like the, the main Otome character. And maybe see if she can buff her up or something. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I I, I have no problems with, with the villainous shows so far. So we'll see. There you go. There you go. I'm I'm getting I'm getting a little worn out by them, so they have to do something really good to get my attention. But we'll see. What I am excited for, because it seems like I've been Debbie Downer for a while now, uh, is gushing over Magic Girls. Maho Shoujo ni Akogarete. Hi, I'm Hiragi Utena. I'm a normal Magic Girl loving middle school girl, or at least I was. But then some talking mascot showed me, uh, showed up out of the blue and casted a spell on me. Now my chances to, uh, my chances to, now is my chance to join my beloved magical girls as a villain. <laughs> Love it. Hang Love on, it. <laughs> something's wrong with my outfit. This can't be happening. Uh, studio is Asahi Production. Sources of manga. Genres are obviously comedy, ecchi, maho shoujo. Director is Atsushi Otsuki, who did Two Love Ru. That's all you need to say. I'll, I'll skip the rest of them. Serious composition by Noboru Kimura, who did Kimono Jaihen, uh, Kokoku, and Healer Girl. So, another one for that one. Yeah. I wonder if somebody's announced that who's got this yet. It's, it's going to be Crunchyroll. We, we, just, we just assume it's going to be Crunchyroll. The, the one thing they should not have, they're going to get. Uh, of course, this one is the show that will have three versions. You will have a TV broadcast, which is highly censored. Be expecting that whoever picks up this show is going to get that version because the next version is the streamed exclusive version, which is probably exclusive to a Japanese streaming service and nowhere else, including the West. That one's going to be slightly censored with a few visuals and audio. And then they're going to have the Blu-ray version, which is totally uncensored. So the version that 
obviously anybody that knows what they're doing is going to be watching is going to be the subtitle transferred over to the slightly uh, the mostly uncensored version that somebody else will release later on on sites that we shall not mention that everybody who knows knows yeah nobody's <laughs> been announced as being the streaming service yet apparently that's crazy i figured by now something would pop up so maybe that's maybe that's one that some people are fighting over Come on, High Dive, get it and get the uncensored version, and I will go back to simping for you like I always do. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm trying to keep High Dive alive as long as possible, despite the fact that I acknowledge all their flaws that everybody knows. Come on, High Dive, this is a good one for you to get and get some brownie points for being uncensored. I absolutely <sighs> love this. I'm super hyped for this. I, I can't wait to watch this one at all. Yeah, my, my assumption based on the synopsis and the preview is it looks like she's going to be turned into a, a villain, obviously. Um, and I'm guessing it's going to cause her to have to do something bad to the girls. Like, you like you cannot not be the villain. And what it looks like she's going to turn into is just, yeah, it's basically a Dom thing. Like, she's going to literally tie them up and smack them, and then she gets, like, some sort of enjoyment out of it. I don't know if she gets enjoyment out of it because she's in the the villain outfit and her villain persona and that it creates something for her or if she's just literally going to get into it. That's the question mark that's coming up, but they, they got the faces and everything going on. It looks great. Um, and yes, yeah, extremely questionable, which I love because I love when anime just does not give a crap. And this one is definitely <laughs> the show this season where they don't give a crap. So yeah, besides the chain soldier, this is, this is the one that I think is going to break the internet. <laughs> this is, it's gonna worse than break the internet you know it will <laughs> you're gonna have uh, you're gonna have half of the fandom is just gonna love it to death and half of the fandom is gonna hate it and then there's gonna be like four people who doesn't understand why anybody like or is talking about this show i'm 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 <laughs> i should have went action actually checked out like maybe at least the first I think volume or something like that maybe like the first like five chapters just to see if like how i mean because they're they're not holding much back like the design everything I, I think when we first heard this was a getting announcement the concern was like holy crap are they gonna even have her outfit no they're they're going with her outfit i mean yes it looks like maybe the chest cover is a little bit bigger than in the manga but they're going with the outfit and everything they're they're showing it and so it makes me kind of wonder like just how far it goes and and to see if this possibly would be the one that if somebody like Crunchyroll gets it, could this be the next interspecies reviewers where they just drop it? Like how far does it go? Is my I guess my question mark is that I'm I'm kind of wondering. So we'll see. It it looks it looks great. And it looks it looks it looks goofy. So I'm excited for it. I want to see how bad it breaks everybody. <laughs> how how badly this this girl that loves magical girls that turns into a dom character how badly she breaks the internet yeah gushing out over magical girls looking forward to it uh look let's go on to the undead unwanted dude i, I think we talked about this one quite a while back so this one's finally coming out as well the unwanted undead adventurer or nozo manu fushi no bokensha this one is rent fina has hunted monsters for the last 10 years. Sadly, he's not great at his job. Stuck hunting slimes and goblins for a few coin each day. His luck turns when he finds an undiscovered path. At the end of the path, he meets his demise in the maw of a legendary dragon. But he wakes up as an undead. Bag of bones. 
he sets out on it to achieve existential evolution and rejoin the land of the living. So there you go. By Studio Connect, based on a light novel, action-adventure fantasy. Uh, Noriaki Akitaya, who's working on it, did Slow Loop and Castle Down Dandelion. And series composition by Yukie uh, Sugawara, who did No Guns Life, Overlord, and Kino's Journey. It'll be on Crunchyroll. So. Exciting. Exciting. I don't know. I, I guess I'm getting, like, massive berserk of gluttony vibes. I don't know. We'll see if this one has, like, a... I guess a decent hook to it. I think the biggest problem that it obviously has is that he's a walking CGI as well. Yeah. It probably gets a lot less once he gets an outfit on, but he's... Japan can't draw skeletons apparently anymore. <laughs> I mean, that is a very difficult thing to draw. Like, I think I think drawing a skeleton is more difficult than drawing, like, a person. But still, it's like, just why? I don't know. I'll give it a shot. Let's see what happens. Yeah, it looks like he... I don't know if they're going to go with the idea that he has to do certain tasks in order to, like, regain... Because he's, he's regaining flesh. I don't know if that's, like... Like, again, like the Berserker Gluttony thing where he has to kill in order to gain flesh. Or if it's like he has to does, do certain things in order to regain his body. But, um... I don't know. We'll see. The Unwanted Undead Adventure. I don't really have much excitement for that whatsoever, but I'll give it a shot. Uh, this is what I was talking about earlier. The kind of given the the worst end of the, the shtick for a reincarnation type story that looks like it might actually deliver on that. The Weakest Tamer be, uh, began a journey to pick up trash. Saijaku Tamer wa gomi hiroi no tabi wo hajimamashita. This one is young Ivy. Can't catch a break. Though she has a few memories of her past life, she was reborn in an RPG-like world with the weakest class and worse, the weakest rank. As a no-star Tamer, even her parents want nothing to do with her. As she soon realized that she must live on her own, uh, she learns uh, she she learns to live off the land and salvage what she can from other people's livings. Uh, but when Ivy manages to tame Sora, a lowly slime, everything changes for both of them. There's a there's something special about this frail little monster, and Ivy care Ivy's care will bring out the best in both of them. Studio is Studio Masket. I don't think we've ever seen anything on Masket. Uh, Source of light novel, genres are adventure, fantasy, and the search composition by Katsuhiko Takayama, who did Rainy Protocol, ugh, and Sakura, Sakura, Sakurada Reset. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I just a reflective ugh, when the Rainy Protocol came up. Um, for those that don't know, yeah, like I said, I, I, I'm kind of hope. I mean, it looks pretty brutal early on. Obviously, getting kicked out by her family. Um, which looks bad because it kind of looks like the father, like they're still trying to nurture her or something. Maybe it's that whole idea that like no potential comes out, so they just kick her out. Uh, but obviously the the interest that I have is obviously it looks like it's going more for that heartwarming aspect of her going out and finding purpose and meeting a friend and just the two of them surviving together. So I'm hoping it doesn't turn into that thing where, like I said, there's something special about this frail monster because it's overpowered or is it going to be... Let's just chill and let her just roam around and survive. Obviously, the whole pick up trash thing is that she's probably going to, the slime is going to absorb thing and it maybe makes her the slime stronger or something like that. Maybe it's like a, I don't know, a reincarnate is a slime thing where it just builds up attributes and skills just by eating things. We'll see. 
it'll be a, maybe it'll be a more um, heartbreaking but wholesome version of the um, by the grace of the gods. That's what I, I was going for. Is it, she opens up a laundry unit? <laughs> well, I don't know that it would necessarily go that direction, but it, it, it feels like it's just going for soul life. You know, just um, kind of a sad start to a story, but just kind of finding the happiness out of the. And I, I think that that could work. I it, it it looks very very cute and very sweet. I I I'm actually really excited about this one. Is she gonna be seen as a thief? Like she literally finds like this wagon tipped over and the thing starts eating a bunch of potions and then she's running. I'm like, they're gonna think that she's a thief. Like she stole all the stuff. Like why would you suddenly have your slime eat all the cargo? <laughs> uh, anyways, there's a lot of characters on the key art, so I imagine she's gonna run into a lot of uh, adventures or something like that. But we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully it's not too heartbreaking because it looks kind of heartbreaking at the same time. But I'm, I'm kind of hoping for like a, a sense of bookworm kind of thing. Like just keep it, keep it a little bit chilled. You know, keep it wholesome. Keep it chilled. The Weakest Tamer began its journey to pick up trash. Uh, hopefully it'll pick up this next show, which is <laughs> joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, this one is Mr. Villain's Day Off or Kyujitsu no Waru Mono-san. An evil organization from another planet is trying to take over Earth. An extraterrestrial from uh, from an extraterrestrial from the organization named General tirelessly fights against Earth's defenders every single day in a battle of life and death. However, today is his day off. Shinny Animation's working on it. Comedy, Slice of Life is the genres. But, um... Yeah! <laughs> Excited, Chris? No. Okay. I'm just, not either. I, I'm just being honest. Nothing about this screams... I really, really, really want to watch this. I'm sure... I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I got a lot of vibes of something like, um... Was that show that's currently on this? The the my my nice boss, or whatever from this current season, like goofy boss, just chill kind of thing. Yeah, just kind of a chill thing, but then kind of throw the aspect of him technically being a villain. But I don't know. I guess kind of throw in there that whole that research show that we had a while back, where it kind of had the characters on their off time, whenever they're like currently the development, uh, the villains development department or something like that, where they're just kind of, you see the backside of it and have the business side of it, but then they have a lot of desires of their own outside their job. That's what it looks like. He really loves pandas, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'll give it an episode. It, it looks charming. Just, yeah. Yeah, moving on. Let's move on. Let's move on. We have our first Disney Plus show of the season. Woot woot. Ishura. This one is in a world where the demon king has died. A host of demigods capable of uh, felling him have inherited the world. A master fencer who can figure out how to take out their opponent in a single glance. A lancer who swift, uh, so swift they can break the sound barrier. A wavering rogue who oh, fights is this with that three. One? I don't know. I'm still reading it. A wyvern rogue who fights with three legendary weapons at once. An all-powerful wizard who can speak thoughts into being. And an angelic assassin who deals instant death. Eager to attain the title of 
one true hero. These champions each pursue challenges against formidable foes and spark conflicts themselves. The battle to determine the mightiest of mighty begins. There you go. Passione is working on it. Uh, light novel, action, drama, fantasy. Uh, Yuki Ogama, Ogawa, Ogawa, sorry, is the director for it who did Tony uh, Tawa. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say Tony Kawa and then I read it right and then I broke my brain. Uh, Tawa on Mondays and Miro Tights. Very, very different show than that. <laughs> Just saying. So this show is about uh, a bunch of different warriors that all seem to be able to kill things instantaneously and starting conflicts and blowing up stuff. Um, the director is the director that worked on Tawawa on Mondays and Mirror Tights. I'm just saying, very different shows. Just, just saying. Doesn't mean that he can't do this. Just, just saying that it's very different shows. I'll just say if there's not a character in this show that has certain assets that they can technically show their talents, it'll be a disservice to the entire world. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the angelic assassin who deals instant death is through her assets. Who knows? Um. Serious composition by Kenta Ihara, who did Marginal Service, and <laughs> will go from another world, which is another like very big departure here. Um, yes, like I said, Disney Plus is working uh, is the one that's going to be streaming it. Now, I will admit I, I have heard some positivity around this um, as a source material. First impressions is it's just a dumb battler. I, I don't see any purposes. It's just a bunch of explosions, people killing each other, and everything. Now, the interesting thing to note is that this is a light novel. This is something like this that seems like it's very battle-heavy, you would assume is probably a manga. But it's obvious that there, there seems to be probably something more to their fighting than just that. Or maybe there's a lot of strategy and whatnot they could technically, I guess, portray in the animation of it. So, that's my big hang-up points, is that I've heard some positivity around this. That it's a, it's a light novel, even though it's supposed to be an action uh, series, fantasy series. It's technically a drama as well. So, I don't know. Maybe there's maybe there's something more to this than Jin. The synopsis sucks. I mean, let's, just, <laughs> let's just say that, Chris. The synopsis sucks. It literally says, Demon King died. All these OP people are causing conflicts to be the one true hero. Okay, and... So, maybe there is something there. Um... I'll hope there's something there, but we'll see. We'll see. Are you excited at all? I don't know. I'm I'm curious of it. Uh, that's for a fact. But at, at, at my it's actual CGI. my actual drive to watch it is very low. Just curiosity at general in at, if anything at all. Ishira, Ishira, Ishira. Here's the one that's a re 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 reincarnation. Finally got to it. I was wrong earlier. We have the seventh time loop. The villainous enjoys a carefree life married to her worst enemy. Loop 7 Kaime no Aku Yaku Rejo wa Moto Tekiko Tekikoku de Jiu 
Kimamana Hanayome Saikatsu wo Bankitsu Suru. <sighs> Rishe. <laughs> I hate this name. Imgar, Ermgard, I guess. Ermgard. Weitzner. I hate whenever Japan does. Like, was it German or Russian? I think it's German. A duke's daughter has a secret. She died at the age of 20 and returned to the moment five years prior when her engagement was called off. She has already experienced this time loop six times and lived out each of those five years a different way each time as a merchant, a doctor, a maid, a knight, and more. Now, on her seventh go-around, she's determined to live, uh, to live to a ripe old age and spend it relaxing. But the moment she flees the castle, uh, with that decision in her heart, with that decision in her heart, she runs into the infamously cruel crown prince of the rival kingdom, Arnold Hein. He happens to be the one who killed her during the, her life as a knight. But now. He seems to have taken a bizarre liking to her and begs her to become his wife. Thus, in order to stay alive and prevent her uh, prevent a war, Reishe utilizes her previous experience to kick off her seventh life as the bride of the enemy's nation, uh, nation's crown prince. It's almost like a mix of like, uh, like your usual, like, it's re-reincarnation, but like, what was that one, um, the the last boss one where she she marries the last boss like that whole idea like crap i know i'm gonna die as the villainess so i'm just gonna go run over there and just marry the the, the villain uh d demon lord guy that everybody has to fight at the end of the game <laughs> um i don't know i it's got a it's got an interesting premise but i don't know that i i'm hoping there's a lot of spark in her which i assume based on her story and the idea that she's been living so many times and keeps failing and keeps dying. But there is sort of a... She's at least in the, what, 50-year-old range? That's true. Because that's she's 35, dating, she's 35 dating, years she's if dating it's 5 some, times 7. And she's dating some young person. Yeah. Oh, man, that's that's going to be controversial. <laughs> Dang it, Chris. You had to point that out. Now they're going to go, that's right, i got to be angry. I don't know. I I hope that their their dynamic is good because obviously that's going to be a very central point of the whole story. Um, I don't know. This is this is definitely one that I came and say based on the PV and the synopsis. Like I literally have to watch a couple episodes before I even can make a judgment because it could easily be a show that just is not going to work for me at all, or it's going to work really well depending on their chemistry. Their chemistry will make or break it. And I just can't get that that vibe from the PV alone. Yeah, I, I I'm in the pretty much in the same same area. I'm I'm very curious as to how this how the charisma is between the the two characters. I, I really do want to see it. Um, granted, I I am very curious as to her. I I would really like to see her personality in in general. Um, she seems like um she could be a good character, but. I, she I doesn't seem like she has much like oomph in her, like charisma. <laughs> yeah, she seems very kind of go with it. I don't know, but that maybe that might be, that might be her defeatedness. Who knows? 
Anyways, that's uh, the seventh time loop. The reincarnation story. Uh, here's a here's a quick one. <laughs> Let's just get through this one really quickly. Bochigiri. Bochigiri. Not that Bochi. Bochi. The story of Bochigiri follows Aladdin Tomobishi, a young man who becomes embroiled in battle to see who is the strongest after he reunites with his former best friend, Matakara Asamine. Meanwhile, the shadow of the giant genie looms over them? Being done by Studio Mappa, action, supernatural, it's an original, being created and directed by Hiroko Usumi, uh, Usus, Us, sorry, who they did Skate the Infinity and directed Free. This composition by Taku Kishimoto, who did Great Pretender, Blue Lock, Ranking of Kings, and Fruit Basket. It'll be on Crunchyroll. Excited, Chris? It looks like it's just like a massive callback to like the old school rumble type shows. Just it does school fighting, and then there's a genie dude that apparently is gonna make him strong or something. I don't know. I want to say I want to try it. It, I mean, it's freaking colorful and crazy and just stupid psycho. I that has my interest a lot, but. At the same time, I did, everything in me is saying, no, I don't want to really watch this, but it looks like it's going to be fun. <laughs> Could be. Could be. I'm sure it'll make a lot of people angry because it's MAPPA. Crazy animation. Gotta be MAPPA. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it doesn't get too much controversy behind it. I mean, yeah, I guess it could be fun. This this new PV that I don't think I watched last time looks a lot better than the last one, but I don't know. I, I guess it's going to be depending on the, the shtick, and I think the shtick is probably going to be around the genie. Whatever, the, I don't know if the genie requires something in order to power him or something like that, or maybe it's just a wish thing, and he has a limited number of them, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if that one that one pulls something out. It's Buchi, Buchigiri. Buchigiri. Here's our second foodie show this season, Chris. Second foodie show. Time for Torture Princess. Tis time for Torture Princess. No, that was, this is a funny one because I think when we when we first heard this was adapted, all we had was a synopsis to work by. And I literally thought it was going to be like a dark show. Because <laughs> it was this time for Torture Princess. Hime-sama Goman no Jikan Desu. And it's literally the princess who is held captive by the Demon Lord's army is scheduled to be executed by the Demon Lord's relentless torture. That was it. That was it. Like, and we we and Chris had a podcast where we talked about this. It's like, holy crap. I don't know. Everybody seems super excited about this show. And it seems like it could be really dark. Like, she's being tortured and then she's going to be executed. It's going to be about her, like, escaping from being tortured. Seems like a weird title to have a, a show. Maybe she gets out and then she's known as the Torture Princess because she was tortured by the enemy for so long, which becomes a great night. And then literally like a little bit, I don't even know if it's like a couple days after we did our, our podcast, I literally run into a PV for it and I'm like, oh, it's a food show. <laughs> okay, maybe it's not like that. I mean, it looks bad because they're literally eating in front of her and she's, I don't know, starving or something. I don't know. Um, but you no, know, it's just a dumb food show. Food comedy show. Comedy fantasy. Pine Jam's working on it. Uh, based on a manga. And series composition is by Kazuyuki Furiyasu, who did 
do-it-yourself and immoral guild. There you go. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I don't know. The only hope that I have for this show is because, again, it's a comedy around food. And like I've already mentioned earlier, I'm not a big food person. Um, my only hope is that this maybe have like a similar thing as like Sleepy, Sleepy Princess. The idea of like somebody being locked up, but they're not really locked up. And there's like a whole bunch of shenanigans around being in the Demon Lord's castle, even though you're the captive. And I don't know, maybe they let her out every now and then. Or is it just going to be literally her sitting there wanting to eat food and they're eating food in front of her? That's going to be really boring really quick. Based on people, again, being excited for it, I'm hoping it has something else than just, here's our next food we're going to eat in front of you. I don't know. Torture her with, with good food. I mean, I'm sure. I, I don't know. It looks cute. Release the buns. <laughs> like He's like sitting, he's sitting on his throne like, send somebody with ramen. Get the information out of her. <laughs> Bring honey-covered bread down there. Did she, is she upset yet? Well, bring in the dessert. <laughs> the dessert. I don't know. It, it looks cute. The characters look cute. It looks... I don't know. I don't know what to make of this show. It looks kind of good. Like, it's got a good style to it. I don't know. I don't know. Just not selling me quite yet. I, I need I need the hook, and I'm not getting the hook yet. Yeah, can't figure out what we're what we're watching unless that's the hook. And then, in which case, it's probably not going to hold me. <laughs> I'm probably going to break off from that bait. All right, Chris. Here's. I just want this to happen. Can I have this, Chris? Can Can I have this, Chris? Am I allowed to be happy, Chris? Sengoku Yoku. Yoko, sorry. Sengoku Yoko. The world is divided into two factions, humans and monsters, called Katawara. Despite being a Katawara, Tama loves humans and vows to protect them from evil. And even if it, even if it means fighting her own kind, her brother Jinka, however, hates humans despite being mostly one. The siblings are joined by a cowardly swordsman named Shinsuke, who wants to learn how to become strong. When the group uncovers a plot to experiment on humans and transform them into monsters, they vow to defeat whoever is behind it, even if it means battling an entire army of warriors. First and foremost, creator of a uh, creator which is Satoshi Mizukami, who did Planet With, Biscuit Hammer. Obviously, Planet With, loved it. Chris? Yeah, if I remember right, I liked it. He, he, remember right, he liked it. Biscuit Hammer? Horrible adaptation. <laughs> Chris? I never bothered. Never bothered? Cause, hmm? Because? Because? I'm, I'm assuming horrible, horrible adaptation. Okay, White Fox is working on this one. So please, White Fox... Please do a good job. I, I think I think there's word out there that they've done a lot of the adaptation already, so maybe it's already fully adapted. I don't know. Um, I don't think there's a confirmation out there. They they rarely ever do. Um, but it's supposed to be going for three cores. White Fox is behind it. The PV the PV looks good. Looks very good. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping finally poor Mizukami has a good studio and team to work on one of his projects because for. Pete's sake, Biscuit Hammer was a garbage adaptation. 
Um, I at some point just stopped watching it. I'm like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna read the manga later. Um, Planet With was a really good job, uh, the adaptation. I absolutely love that story to death. Um, Mizukami, Mizukami is the type, at least with Bisc, uh, at least with Planet With, and I kind of seen signs of it in Biscuit Hammer. Planet With is a story that is just layers upon layers that you're peeling away this onion and getting so much like further and deeper and crusting into this great storyline with so many plot twists in it. Uh, he's, he's brilliant. And so hopefully this is kind of a similar case as planet with and white Fox does it justice. Um, I don't have much negative to say about white Fox and it looks good. So I'm excited. Plus yes. Uh, animal ear girl. She's cute. And it seems like they infuse with him, I'm guessing, or they infuse I with each other. Boys. I don't know. Her brother, the 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 girl is the one with the the yellowish hair, and I'm assuming yeah. the boy, the brother is the other one. And then the the weak, that one's the girl, the other one's the boy, and the weak swordsman. That's the boy. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, that's um, Sengoku Yoku. I I hope it's good. And eventually I'll I'll train my brain to stop saying Yoku. Thoughts, Chris? Um, um I'm actually pretty interested in this. I it, it looks really good. Um the concept is great. I love the fact that there's a big portion of it already done. That Hopefully. means that they're investing in this one, which if it's one of those things that if you know that the 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 studio is actually investing in it, um it it kind of piques your interest a little bit you you kind of want to know okay if they're willing to go this far for it they actually like it so i'm actually kind of very curious about it so that means we'll be watching the show into what august if, if september it's three consecutive uh yeah. quarters yeah 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 good stuff good stuff cannot wait i think they said 37 episodes that's yeah that's pretty close to it so there you go that's sengoku Yoko, cannot wait. I'm super excited. Please, for, for Mizukami's sake, um, I'm hoping that does well. Anyways, that's that's probably one of my more exciting shows of the season. Let's 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 dial it back a little bit. Let's get into some fun. We have Pon no Michi. The anime is set in Hiroshima Prefecture's Onomichi City, where a high schooler student, uh, high school student Nash, Nashiko Jimpinsha was kicked out of her house without a place to stay with her friends she uh with her friends she learns that the mahjong parlor that her father used to run is now vacant she fixes up the mahjong parlor and turns it into a place where she can she and her friends can have fun cook have tea and oh yeah sometimes play mahjong so there you go olm is working on it is an original slice of life and director is tatsuma uh, mina Mikawa, who did Vexations of Vampire Princess, or Vampire Shot and Princess, and Fire Force, so there you go. Didn't really find anything interesting on the writers, so that's that's a, that's a, a a question mark. But who knows? We'll see. I I'm just gonna go on this one, just having no expectations whatsoever, and hope that it's good. But I'm not a fan of Mahjong. Um, never really looked into it to learn it well enough. And typically, whenever there's stuff around Mahjong and jokes around Mahjong, I don't really care. But thankfully, it looks like that's the, the least of their worries. Because they said, and sometimes playing Mahjong. 
So hopefully it's more focused on the other stuff and I can have fun with it. It looks decent. But I, I, it seems like a... I don't know, it seems like a very odd choice for an original. Like, I guess they're really hoping these girls sell because it's a quite an investment to go after a completely new property, original, and not have some sort of massive hook in there. Who knows? Maybe they're going to sell Mahjong stuff. Yeah. It's probably an app. They're probably going to make an app. Probably going to make an app. Yeah, they'll make a Mahjong app. And it just has cute girls on it. Come play our Mahjong app game. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm I'm I like the character art. Um, I'm not holding a lot of hope for this. Um, one character in particular I really like. I really like that girl. Um, but he likes the goth girl. I like the, the goth Western girl. goth girl that's stuck <laughs> in Japan apparently. Um, so that that's about the only thing that I got going for me on this one. I I I, I generally. I'm not seeing anything that's going to make it kind of stand out as far as, I mean. They're simultaneously releasing a manga with it. That's what it is. It's, it's not technically original because the manga started in September of 2023. So it's technically one of those like side-by-side -side releases, which sometimes they do. So, Gotcha. They, so I, They'll make it off the manga. Yeah. It, it, all it is is I'm, I'm just – about in the middle on on this one. I'm I'm not holding out much hope for it, but I'm not opposed to it either. So, yeah, they got some cute characters. So we'll see. I was hoping it'd be etchy, but apparently not. <laughs> I'm sorry to sound perverted, but I was assuming it'd be an etchy. Uh, moving on, let's go. Let's go to Fluffy Fluff Wafu. Let's go to Fluffy Paradise. Uh, this show's finally coming out. This feels like a long time ago when this was announced, but. Yeah, Isekai de Mafu Mafu. Nade nade nsuru tame ni ganbatare masu. This one is dead of overwork at age 27. Midori barely had time to lament having to die that way when a god appeared before her and said, you will reincarnate into another world and tell me whether you think humans deserve to continue existing there. In return, I will grant you a special power. Then Midori, hoping to relive, uh, to, to relieve the exhaustion of harsh life she lived, found herself asking to cuddle with cute, fluffy animals. Um... I read that wrong. I'm sorry. Then Midori, hoping to relieve the exhaustion of the harsh life she lived, found herself asking. No, it's literally wrote that way. <laughs> I thought I read that wrong. <laughs> found herself asking to cuddle cute, fluffy animals. Anyways, uh, thus Midori reincarnation to a new world as young girl named Nefer Nefertima. With a power that causes her to be loved by all living things other than humans. And even monsters like goblins and frozen spiders. But there was also a cruel fate awaiting her. Nefer Nefertima is determined to do her best to coexist with humans and all living creatures in her new life of petting and patting cute animals i guess that technically makes sense that she has the ability to draw in all creatures because it seems like it's implying this idea of like the noah's ark like literally tell me if the humans deserve to live 
and then if not, get on an arc and you can lure them all because they come to you. It literally sounds like they're setting it up as like it's going to have the Great Flood. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting setup and like, I guess, reference there. Yeah, Fuafuafu Isekai, Chris. Are you excited for Fuafuafu Isekai? She looks absolutely adorable, so we'll go for it. She's 27, Chris. <laughs> what is it going to happen? Is she going to have, like, a bunch of dudes that are going to be after her? There's going to be, like, that whole question mark of, like, oh, my gosh. Uh, hopefully not. It, it seems like it's kind of pushing the idea of, like, yeah, she had a rough time, and she just wants to have fun. I'm just kind of curious how much of it's going to rely on that setup and the idea of, like, I'm assuming what it's going to turn into is that she's going to have to kind of focus on, I guess, appealing to the humans and make sure that they're doing right. And maybe she's going to use the animals in order to try to push that upon people. That maybe she, her whole goal ends up being, like, she wants to do this, but she's, for, she's forced to kind of help persuade the humans into not being bad or something i don't know we'll see maybe it's like the world that she's in is like just full of mean people doesn't look like it's like that heavy in the in that department but that could be the idea that she's she's drawing the attention of the animals so much that the conflict kind of stops i don't know we'll see it's it's got a interesting setup i don't know if it's got enough legs to to go with but it could so i'll i'll, I'll definitely be checking it out but I'm I'm like gonna keep the expectation like at a five, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Fluffy paradise. That's that's that. Uh, the demon prince. Let's get some. Let's get some. Uh, some mean boy. Some mean boy action in here. The demon prince of Mochi uh, Momochi House. Momochi San Chi no Ayakashi Oji. On her 16th birthday, orphan Himari Momichi inherits her ancestral estate that she's never seen. Momichi's house exists on the barrier between the human and spiritual realms, and Himari is meant to act as a guardian between the two worlds. But on the day that she moves in, she finds three handsome squatters already living in the house, and one seems to have already taken over her role. He can't trust her with it because he's a bad boy and she can't be trusted with it. You think? Is he going to be like overbearing? Oh man, we got We got all the archetypes in there. Is it like a bunch of pretty boys, Chris? I don't think I even watched this PB. I think I've seen the PR and I'm like, boys. I'm like, yeah, this is not for me. Like, I mean, the moment I look at the PB, I'm like, here we go. There's a pretty guy. There's the, the cool guy. There's the mean guy. Yeah, we're getting all the archetypes. And the girl goes doki doki the whole time and acts like she's just. Is she like completely bricks? Do you think she's completely bricks? That's it's been a. I'm, my hope is not. <laughs> it's been a while since we had a full on bricks character, Chris. It's, it has been. I don't know. I get a lot of fruits she, basket she, vibes she's too. Got the, she's definitely got the the freeze from the freezer. Uh, the the. She's just standing fight there. Fight or flight. Yeah. Everybody's just doing crazy stuff and she's just standing there. <laughs> That's the bricks character. <laughs> What's going on? She's got the stare. What's going on? What's going on? Booga, get out of here. What's going on? <laughs> Studios Drive, Sources of Manga, Romance Supernatural. It's going to be on Crunchyroll. 
I'm, I'm gonna try to give it one episode i don't know I, i'll know very quickly <laughs> in the first episode yeah you'll you'll know you'll know if you have a bricks character you're like it has bricks totally bricks so why are you guys here explosions and then she stares that's the whole pv the demon prince of this is our house this is our house outsiders must leave <laughs> no it's good for you you can't protect this barrier get out of here <laughs> you have the little kid too anyways moving on something i'm excited for sasaki and peeps it's here chris get excited sasaki topichan Sasaki is a middle-aged office worker living in Japan, feeling drained by the vapid corporate world. He heads to a pet shop in search of a new companion. There, he finds an adorable bird named Peeps and takes him home. But Sasaki quickly learns that Peeps isn't your average bird. He's a powerful mage from another world. Together, they embark on a magical adventure filled with swords and sorcery. Silver Link's working on it, uh, based on a light novel comedy fantasy Maho Shoujo. Director is Mirai Minato, who did Made I Hired Recently as Unusual and Masamune Kun's Revenge R. And again, number four, Deko Akko is working as a series composition. They worked on Terra Moon, Komi-san, Vanitas, and Hikihiro. I think that's the fourth. I don't I don't I don't remember there was a four we'll see later on if there's a fifth. But I think so far that that's that's definitely four shows so far. This Deko Akko, they work in her to death. <laughs> this girl being worked to death. Hopefully one of those, hopefully at least two of those shows so far is already adapted and they're done. Hopefully. Anyways, uh, obviously the big thing that has me excited early on was the fact that the character designer is Kontaku, who did uh, like Haneko and stuff. Um, ReZero as well. I love their art style. Absolutely fantastic. You can see it in the girls. I always love their female artwork especially, but... Yeah, as I joked about in my video, it's pretty much the isekai where the writer forgot that they're supposed to make their male main lead a teenager because this dude's old. <laughs> He's probably like 28, <laughs> but they're like middle-aged office worker. <laughs> He's so old. Look <laughs> at how old this dude is. He's practically got one leg in the grave. <laughs> it's like he's only 28. He's so old, he's having back problems. <laughs> Look at him. He can barely keep his face shaved. Look at He's got early male pattern baldness going on. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and all the all the characters are looking at him weird. Like, he's just talking to this, like, 24-year-old office worker. And they're like, he's so old. What a creepy old bag. He's talking to this young lady. <laughs> He's way too old for her. I don't know, Chris. I, I'm getting, like, multiple vibes here. Obviously, the it, it it will probably be pretty interesting having the idea of this, yes, middle-aged man that's actually doing a isekai routine. Yes, a lot of that to do with the fact of, like, him just finding some sort of happiness, finding joy in his annoying life. It seems like there's some indication here that there's some people on the... Because it looks like he's going back and forth. And it, it's got that whole 80,000 80, gold thing where it looks like he's going to buy chocolates over here or whatever and sell it to the nobles in the other world and make a fortune of gold and then bring it back to his other life. So he's going to be he's gonna be explaining that whole thing. But also look, it looks like there's going to be a little bit of crossover with the characters of the two world too. He's probably going to get the attention of you know magical users over there. But over here, maybe a certain organization that knows what he's doing over here. Who knows? 
It looks like it can, it can, it definitely looks like it's going different, a lot of different angles with its story, and it could be a lot of fun, but yes, main point, I love the character designs, the girls are stupid cute, so that's, that's a massive plus for me. Yeah, I'm definitely um, for sure on board with this one. Like Andrew was saying, it does look like there's cross back and forth. Um, There's there's a lot of things that can be done with doing doing stuff like that. So I'm I'm very curious as to the direction that they're going with this. We've got magical girls popping up. We've got um, uh, cute princesses. So we very interested to see what's going on with all this. Good stuff. Sasaki and peeps. Looking forward to that one. All right. It's time for our handsome dude show, Chris. Gotta have a handsome dude show. We already had like four of them so far. <laughs> it's true. Nothing but handsome dudes show. Cherry magic. 30 years of virginity can make you a wizard? Or 30 sai mare dote da to maho sukai ni naranu raishi? Rashi? Arachi, a 30-year-old virgin, um, has developed the the power to read people's minds by touching them. After a brush with his very handsome colleague, Adachi realizes the guy has a raging crush on none other than Adachi himself. Satellite is working on it, based on a manga, comedy, romance, slice of life, supernatural, and... I guess aptly enough, the series competition is by Tomoko uh, Komparu, who did Least Lot and Ice Guy and his cool female colleague, because that was some dashing guys in that one. Anyways, probably a quick skip. Just not for me, Chris. No. Just not for me. Good luck to anybody that is for. Hope you enjoy it. Not for me. Oh, All right, the strongest, tank? the strongest, the yeah, the the not edge boy shield hero, the strongest tank, uh, tanks labyrinth raids, the strongest tanks labyrinth raids, a tank with a rare nine 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 resistance skill got kicked from the hero's party like usual. That's it. Uh, so I thought it was like another line. It's <laughs> a lot of text right there for the title. Japanese title is Saikyo Tank no Mekyo Koraku Tairoku 9999 No Skill Mochi Tank Yusha Party wo Suiho Sareru. Okay. Rude is a tank of the hero's party and is said to have the highest defense power in history. The party often does labyrinth raids, but to rude, it means, is it rud? It's R-U-D. Would they say rude? They would say rude still though. say rude, wouldn't they? Rude. Rude? Yeah, they would have to put an O at the end of it. Because they didn't get the D. Anyways, um, the party often does labyrinth raids, but to rude, it means more than just a raid. To cure his beloved twi- uh, sister's illness, he's in search for the wish-granting treasure that might be hidden in those labyrinths. But one day, the arrogant hero kicks him from the party after a successful raid attempt. Blame it on his skills, whose effects he is still unaware of. Without nowhere else to go to and nothing to do, he decides to return to his hometown, where his sister is waiting. On his way there, he saved a girl who is being attacked by a monster. Unexpectedly, this girl has an extremely rare skill called appraisal 
thanks to her skill, Rude is Rudo is finally able to discover the truth behind his own un unknown skills, which turns out to be very powerful skills. That's a crazy twist, Chris. What? What was it, it, the twist? I, I I heard everything up until the uh, point that you started saying something and got excited. She used an appraisal skill to discover that he has this unknown the, the truth of his unknown skill, which is that it's a very powerful skills. It's 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 not that he's useless. He's got an extremely rare, very powerful skill, Chris. Gotcha. Big massive plot twist. We don't. This has just never happened before. Uh, with a defense of nine 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 nine. A power and powerful skills. Thus begins the adventure of the strongest tank, Rudo. Anyway, Studio Polon. Don't think we've ever heard of Polon. Studio Polon, light novel and action action adventure fantasy. Uh, series composition by Hitomi Amemiya, who did Merc Storia. That's about the only only notable thing in this entire production. Chris, tell us why you're excited for this show. Because he's a tank, obviously. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm, I'm, love my tanks. So, uh, getting, getting a any, anytime we get uh, a show dedicated to uh, having tanks, I, I mean, I do, I, I, I want a healer, a good, solid healer show. But I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a tank when I play. So having a, a tank show. It, it gets me excited so yeah love it um can't wait to see what 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 they're gonna what they're gonna do with this it, especially if they take it a little bit more serious than um uh my overpowered tank girl so we'll see it looks um it looks very shrug uh the animation's just barely there uh, it's a new studio so that makes sense it's just mostly stills um i don't know i it, like i like i joked about earlier it looks like a very like not edgy shield hero with a bunch of girls that like this guy because he has a big shield and he protects people it and he's probably gonna have some way of like reflecting or uh, his uh, things that he takes or something like that is what it looks like he probably keeps hitting attacks and then just does a big excalibur or something i don't know it looks it like visually doesn't look good. Um, story doesn't really grab me, but we'll see. We'll see. It could have something good in there, but yeah, the strongest tanks labyrinth raid. Uh, another one that we're probably gonna go really quickly through. Another pretty boy show, which is delusional monthly magazine or Gekkan Muso Kagaku Kagaku. I'm on the wrong tab. I'm sorry, Chris. I know you're really desperate one to get away from that shield show and get into this show. <laughs> I, I I I know I'm probably gonna regret that that decision, but Kekon Moso Kagaku. The story takes place in a town of most city in a certain country. Uh, on the second floor of an old building is a publishing company that puts out a periodical uh, periodical called Delusional Monthly Magazine, a science magazine featuring articles about sh about shocking, bizarre events. An inexplainable phenomenon uh, that take place that make even scientists throw up their hands in defeat. Uh, its staff consists only of a beautiful editor in chief and her one editor. 
Taro uh, Suzuki, who are joined by grade school age assistant Jiro Tanaka and his dog, Sabaru. I'm sorry, I, they actually, they named the dog. Um, I didn't think the name, the dog was going to be named. Uh, the the editor, editorial department is always empty, and Taro, Jiro, and Sabaru are usually hanging out in Rock, a, caf, a coffee shop on the first floor. Uh, one day, the scientist Goro Sato visits them for a consultation, and therein lies the beginning of an outlandish news story. I like how we spent literally, like, what seems like two full paragraphs talking about that there's this magazine shop naming each one of them the dog and then going on to talk about how they keep hanging out in the coffee shop this is an extremely exciting show i cannot wait for it oh by all means you you you're more than welcome to it sarcasm all over the place sorry i i i, I, tri- I just the most exciting thing in in this pv is the dog and then the dog stood up and started dancing in the dance party and i'm i'm and i lost it it did i'm done <laughs> okay i'll throw down some positivity here um olm is working on it it's an original um, fantasy. The director is is a is a good um, Chizuru uh, Mia uh, Mia Mia Waki, who did Raven Inner Palace and Gintama. So it's a good director. I didn't really find anything in the writer or whatnot, and it's going to be original. So that's I guess I'm going to throw some negativity back in there. But there you go. That that's delusional monthly magazine. Hopefully it's a good one. We'll see. Um, I really wish that I found another PV for this one because this PV really sucks. Uh, Bang Brave Bang Bravern or Yuki uh, Bakuhatsu Bang Bravern. They're going to make me say the name again. Bang Brave Bang Bravern is set in a world where humanoid armored weapons known as Titano Titan Titatano Strider TS for short. Thank you so much for having a short for that. Uh, are used in warfare. The story kicks off when troops from various countries converge on an island of Oahu, Hawaii, uh, including the main characters Ao uh, Ao Isami of the Japan Ground Self-Defense Force and Lewis Smith of the United States Marine Corps. I would assume so if his name was Lewis Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Isami and Smith uh, cross paths during battle, but suddenly their teams are attacked by an unknown enemy, scattering soldiers and sending their forces into disarray in order to save their friends and survive on the deadly battlefield they must fight with every ounce of courage and pride they can muster. There you go. Brilliant. There's mechas. There is definitely mechas. Is this a new one right here? Hopefully. Um. Yeah, it's a, it's a mecha. There's planes. Uh, sources and original. And uh, side games pictures are working on it. Uh, director is Masam, uh, Masami Obadi, who did Gundam Build series, um, a lot of the Gundam Build series. Uh, series composition by Keigo Koyanagi, who did Shield Hero and Under the Dog and Regalia. So, yeah, um, I, I yeah, there's definitely a lot more in this this PB than the other one. So that's a it's good. CG. It's, it's all CG. Well, yeah, 
obviously. I mean, there was a hope there because obviously the director um, is like a, it's like side games, like side games been doing uh, these big, like mobile game uh, studio companies are literally buying up all the good animators and directors and stuff like that. So I was hoping that maybe because they got the build fighter guy that they would like do regular animated stuff, but I don't know. I'll, I'll definitely be checking it out. An original mecha. I'm always kind of intrigued by. Hopefully it's a good property, but we'll see. Hopefully it's a good series. It's got the whole like behind enemy lines thing with the two people from different uh, nations working together. Hopefully it does something good there, but there you go. There you go. I have to say the name again. Bang Brave. Bang Bravern. <laughs> I just don't like this show being out. Just so like, I'm going to watch this show just so I can do impressions on it. Just so I can say Bang Brave. Bang Bravern every time I make a video. Anyways. Um, it's time for the show that blo blo like wasted their entire budget on one Seiyuu, Chris. Snack Basue. The gag comedy manga centers around a bar in Sapporo, Sapporo North 24th neighborhood, five stations away from Susukino Business di uh, District. There, the bar uh, proprietor, junior proprietor, and regular customers um, and its share of walk-ins recount their strange lives. Uh, this one's being done by Studio Puyokai. Of course, known for doing a lot of, like, chibi shorts for a lot of series, like Eminence Shadows and Slime and stuff. Uh, source is a manga. Genres are comedy. The director, series composition, and script writer, like, usually for all their series, is uh, Minoru Ashina, who did pretty much worked on Isekai Quartet, ReZero Break Time, all the ones for the Puyokai series. And yeah, the, the main girl is going to be Ryu Takahashi. I literally was not joking. I When I was looking at this show, like, I'm going through the whole list of shows, and I run into this show, and I'm like, well, this looks like a throwaway show. And then I just happened to glance over, like, a side of my vision, I seen the character art for the main girl, and then right next to it, Seiyu, Ria Takahashi, and I'm like, that explains why this show looks like crap. <laughs> They literally went, we have to get Ryu Takahashi. That'll, that's a, that's all we need. We can, we can not even try. Ver I mean, it could be a really funny gag comedy. So it can, it could literally be carried on the comedy around their stories. These people come into this bar. They all get, you know, tipsy. They tell these crazy stories about their lives. It doesn't really need to be that crazy animated. Um, I mean, this could be, should be a promo for the manga. Maybe it's not really technically for the show. It looks like it's decently animated, not not decently, uh, barely animated. It has some animation, but I figured that yes, they were like, we just need to get Ryu Takahashi on board. That'll bring in viewers. It's all we need to do. <laughs> but who no, knows? So again, we'll see. But um, I'm gonna. There's a strong. I have a strong inkling. This probably won't even get picked up by anybody over here. So who knows if it'll even get uh, get translated? So we'll see. Excited. I don't know. I, Bartender uh, Ryuk Takahashi, you excited? Maybe. Maybe. Snack Basu. Uh, one that kind of got late announced, um, popped up after I made my video, but didn't change my mind because I wasn't really excited about it. But yeah, a late addition to the winter season is Meiji Gekin 1874. 
It's been seven years since the start of the Meiji era, and the Japanese government is pushing its policy to catch up with the might of the Western nations. Former Aizu retainer Shizuma Origasa has thrown away his sword and gotten rid of his top knot. Is is now a, a rickshaw driver in Tokyo, but his swordsmanship skills from the Boshin War are still alive and well. He is look he is looking for his wife, Sumie Kanomata, uh, who went missing during the Boshin War. Shizuma is re uh, recruited into the police force after he ends up thwarting an assassination attempt on a government official. At the same time. Uh, Kyoshiro Shuragami uh, is a talented one-eyed swordsman who is a member of the Moriyami Gumi Yakuza gang that is embroiled in a turf war in Tokyo. The Moriyagumi uh, are working with uh, wealthy merchants in the trafficking of opium, um, and the profits are being paid into the mastermind plotting the, I feel like I have the board behind me and I'm just plotting the stuff together. Um, they got the opium coming in and the profits are being paid to the mastermind plotting to overthrow the government to return to Japan um, to a place of samurai. Uh, the destinies of Shuzuma and Koyoshiro, who have opposing points of views, because um, remember, uh, Shizuma over here, he was the one that was looking for his wife, uh, but he's getting pulled back into the government. Um, they're they're going to, like, cross paths. So those two pins, their strings come together, and um, and a sad and an ironic encounter and farewell wait Shizuma. That I'm guessing that he's probably going to find his wife. That picture over here. That is... <laughs> I feel like I watched the show... <laughs> Roll the credits. There it is. Uh, saved you. I don't know how many episodes is actually going to run. Uh, Sumugi Akita Animation Lab is going to be working on it. It's an original action drama mystery. Uh, Jin Tamamura is working on it as the director. He did Planetarian and Sisters All You Need. And it's going to be on Crunchyroll. I actually think it's like a Crunchyroll original. Quote unquote. So, Does it look good at least, Chris? Looks all right. Does it look like Veroni Kenshin? Mm -hmm. I got Veroni Kenshin's early on in there, but then it kind of shifted into, um, I'm guessing, like, the that Jinrobuchi samurai show where the dude, like, screams really loud and cuts people in half. I mean, I it looks all right. Obviously, that whole period of time, like, transitioning from samurai and trying to rebirth the samurai, the inability to let go of the age of the samurai. It looks... It visually looks decent, so... Yeah. Give it a shot. Hopefully this show is better than the synopsis I just read, or at least how I read it, because I suck at reading. There you go. There you go. Meiji Gekin, 1874. It needs a better title. What a stupid title. Like, like marketing people? Please? All right. It's One Piece. Monsters 103, Mercy's Dragon Damnation. What a great title. Or Monsters Ipaku Sanjo Hiryujikoku. Um, <laughs> Monsters 103, Mercenaries Dragon Damnation by Ichiro Oda. Tells the, tells the tale of Ryoma, the legendary swordsman that hails from the land of Wano in One Piece. 
studio is E and H Productions. Uh, the sources of manga, the genres are action comedy. And yeah, like as I mentioned earlier, the creator for this one is the creator of One Piece, which is Eiichiro Oda. Apparently, this was announced like right alongside them announcing that what studio was going to readapt the One Piece series. So I guess it kind of makes sense that they're like, okay, let's do so a little side project. Like apparently, Eiichiro Oda has done another manga and it's a side story to the One Piece series that tells the story of this one dude. And they're going to adapt that really quickly. I think the database sites show this is going to be one episode. So I guess Netflix is just going to drop this in just uh, January. And it's just a single episode. Or maybe it's a movie. Um, I don't know. But I probably won't. I mean, I, I I guess somebody can tell me if this is like a, one of those ones where it's like, yeah, this story is completely disconnected from everything. And you can watch this. Or if it's one of those ones where, yeah, you probably want to wait until like your three arcs into the one piece before you watch this. But we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Are you just going to jump into it, Chris? I Dive. I would probably hang back similar to like you're saying and wait for somebody it. to say. Yeah. Somebody say like, yeah, it's good. Cool stuff, though. Good stuff for One, One Piece fans. A lot, a lot of great news for One Piece fans lately, depending on if you're okay with a readaptation or not. I've been hearing way too much mixed emotions on that, but I'm glad I'm kind of keeping away from it all. I don't really care. <laughs> I'm cool with it because I'd rather just jump into a new adaptation than deal with all that other stuff. But yeah, uh, that's it for the new shows. That's it. The rest of this is just returning shows. We have our first one, which is Classroom of the Elite, second, or th second season. Uh, season three, the third season of the, the series. I, I guess I can get into the synopsis. Third semester kicks off with high gear with a special boot camp deep in the mountains, forcibly separating into groups along with grade and gender lines the first second and third years alike must work together to survive the rugged terrain even worse the leader of the group that comes with the last will be expelled Woo! heavy stakes um can class d make it the uh, back to campus intact or are they going to be saying their final farewells um i guess that makes sense because i think like didn't like right at the end of the second season they like popped up with the third year girl like getting interested in him so it makes sense that they suddenly have to force them into a situation together <laughs> like suddenly he gets the attention of this girl that's a higher grade and then suddenly they're forced to have to be next to each other uh maybe she plotted it all to happen that could be did you finish season th two yeah okay yeah Are you excited for three uh moderately uh, but uh, at this point it's probably more just i i i'm already started this this series and i'm gonna con continue going with it I mean, I don't, it it hasn't done anything specifically that's bothered me. It's just, I I I'm 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 more frustrated that it could be a lot better than it actually is so far. So, so season two's like little final bit di didn't bother you. I'm guessing not. So that's crazy. Yeah, I was I hated the last part of the second season. Um, the whole waterboarding to mentally psychologically manipulate a girl into liking you um and the teacher's doing nothing about the fact that they just watched a guy waterboard a girl for several hours um yeah i don't i hate i i've never i've been sort of fascinated by the main character he's kind of interesting the idea that he's just completely emotionless he's kind of very robotic in a sense um but I've never been offended by him. And I, I really felt like the, sec the ending of the second season was like that moment where I'm like, 
I mean, I'm interested to see what the writer does with this character, but at the same time, I really don't like him because, again, he literally let a girl get waterboarded so that he can manipulate, manipulate her. I mean, he let her nearly get um, messed up by some girls in order to manipulate her as well. So I just really hate how how disgusting he is as a character and what he's sort of putting this girl through in order to gain her absolute trust. So, again... I'm always open to see if the writer does anything with it, but yeah, that 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 ending of the third, the second season was rough. So I don't, I, I, I'm actually surprised that he got through the second, Chris got through the second season because I'm like, I hated watching that. That was that was horrible. But I don't know, maybe you just, maybe you just fast forward through it and didn't realize you did. <laughs> just get out there, just get through this real quick. Anyways, that's um, that's that's their, their season. Um, Exciting stuff for me. Tsukimichi's come back, Chris. Apparently two cores, too. Two cores of Tsukimichi. Uh, Tsukimichi's second season, um, after Makoto Misumi defeats uh, Misurugi and uh, Sophia Bulgan, humanity is saved from the attacking demon army for the time being. The goddess is aware of Makoto's growing power, and she sees him as less of a nuisance and more of a rival. Makoto continues a journey to go further, expanding his community of outcasts and connecting with more uh, humans. Uh, but will he be strong enough to hold off the coming storm? Cool stuff, though. JC staff still working on it. Again, it's going for two cores based on a light novel. I'm super pumped for the show. I really love the first season. I think it was a really refreshing isekai show. Really kind of doing well with the whole guy, guy kind of being put into the worst like he he was he sekai'd over this world and the goddess thought he was ugly and didn't want him to have anything to do with the humans because her humans in this world are so beautiful and she loves her humans and they get preferential treatment in the world itself so she like casts them to the edge of the world where all the like demons and ogres and stuff are at and he kind of builds a community and everything like that gets really overpowered and then yeah it seems like it's slowly like introducing this idea of yeah, every now and then he has to deal with the humans and he hates the humans. And then as this kind of leads you to believe the goddess is not going to like the fact that he's meddling with her beautiful, beloved humans. So I'm excited, excited to see where it goes. It was a, it was a lot of fun. I, 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 I remember one of the funniest things in the first season was like how he became overpowered was just so freaking off the wall. It was great. Um, essentially, like, what was it? What's the term um, where you envision your practice? He was envisioning like his 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 aim. He was envisioning his practice, and they were they were pointing out the idea that he was literally out of body experiencing, literally killing himself over and over again. So he was reborning himself over <laughs> and over again, um, and he ends up making himself overpowered. <laughs> it was so great. Um, I love the characters too. So I absolutely love the show. I can't wait to watch it. Um, any anything more on it is is just fantastic. I just love the fact that they're effectively building him up to be the demon lord, even though he's not really a demon lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have Mashal coming back. So second season of Mashal, still by A One Pictures, um, based on the manga. So looking forward to that. I'm just kidding. I didn't finish the first season, but I'm excited for everybody that does. Uh, moving on, we have bottom tier character Tomozaki. Did you want to talk about Mashal? You don't. Did you finish Mashal? No. Okay. I, I, sure. I didn't get through the. I don't one, want to assume two episodes. Bottom tier character Tomozaki is coming back. Uh, second stage, the second season of the series. 
still being done by project number nine based on light novel. Uh, Fumihiko Shimo is going to be working on it. And uh, yeah, I'm super excited for this one. Did you finish the first season? Yes. Love it. Can't wait. I'm yeah, I'm I'm super excited. I mean, the, the PV is implying something, but obviously, for those who don't know, uh, volunteer character Tomazaki, it basically opens up with this guy that's a is a gamer and he's playing against this one person that's like his rival on this game. It's like a Smash Bros game. And at some point he meets the girl and she pretty much helps him improve his image. She goes, he basically trains him to look better, um, do himself up, better hairstyle, um, communication skills. And she tasks him with like these missions, like go do this go ask this person their name or go hang out with this person. And over time, he's slowly kind of, you know, meeting people. He's gaining love interests and all that kind of stuff. And what I really loved about it was that, like, it was, it's, the chemistry is fantastic. And I th- I like the individual stories. Like, he had this one girl that he meets that she really likes this pretty guy and he's into the same game that he is. So he kind of helps her, like, learn how to play the game in order for her to get closer to him. But what was really interesting for me is at the very end, it flipped the table on it. Like the the main guy flipped the table on the girl. And I really like what they did there. And I said it back then. I was like, this better get a second season because I love where this is going. I really want to see where this is going. Granted, the PV, based on what I'm getting from the Japanese they're speaking, because I haven't seen one with subtitles... It sounds like she's going to be giving him another mission in another direction. So it doesn't look like it's really playing off of what they were kind of setting up at the end of the first season. But it could. But we'll see. Um, I'm very interested to see where this goes from here. But yeah. I'm excited. So. Yes. Yeah. I'm super excited as well. Bottom tier, bottom tier character Tomazaki. It's time, Chris. My number one most anticipated show for the winter 2024 season, I am beyond myself with excitement. I cannot express enough how much I'm freaking in love with this show. It's literally in contending for the anime of the year for 2023. The dangers of my heart is coming back. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, I'm super pumped for this. Danger of my heart season two. Uh, still being done by Shinny Animation. Um, still being directed by Hiroaki uh, Okaga. Ogagi, um, still being series composition by Kuki uh, Hanada. Yes, Kensuki Ushio is going to return for doing the music, which he's absolutely amazing. He did music for the first season of Danger of My Heart, Hike Story, Silent Voice, Ping Pong the Animation. He's an incredible uh, musician. Um, I think I've said it before with the first season, it felt like his music amplified the emotion so much. Um, but yeah, I love the show. It's Technically going that vein of the outcast boy with the hot model girl, but holy crap, the the storytelling, the comedy, the chemistry, all that stuff is absolutely fantastic. It is literally going down as easily my favorite rom-com ever, so um, I highly suggest it. Please, if you guys are not caught up, you have literally like three, not even three weeks to get caught up. Please go get caught up. Watch it with us. I'll probably be covering it weekly like I did last time. I love it to death. I think it's it's incredible. I can't wait for it to go. Sorry, Chris, do you want to talk to? I love it. I, I'm actually <laughs> super excited about it as well. I um, love the framing, the uh, ambience, the, the show in general. It captures the essence of just 
Young Love, and I I can't wait to see more. Yep, 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 yep. Danger to my heart. Second season. Excited, excited, excited. Uh, Blue Exorcist is finally coming back. Uh, Shimane Illuminati Saga. So finally, more Blue Exorcist. I did never got cut up, so I'm not going to be watching that. I'm guessing you too. No. There you go. Uh, Banished from the Heroes Party. Banished from the Heroes Party coming back. Chris, are you excited? Yes, actually. I think you were big on the first one. I, I kind of had very mixed about it. I had like, like one story aspect, but... Yeah, Banished from the Heroes Party, I decided to live, live a quiet life in the countryside season two. Uh, once great hero is now living in a slow life, or living a slow life, Red, uh, shunned by his adventure party, spends his days running an apothecary. He lives out his li- li- lifelong love, Princess Rit, and his sister, Ruti. Uh, they indulge in moments of bliss and soaking in the sun, enjoying delicious meals with a view. No matter what happens in this world around them, these happy moments will un- be unchanged. Studio is Vlad. Light novel is a source and action adventure fantasy romance slice of life is the genres. So, yeah, the show that got popular because the guy actually boned the girl. That show's coming back. It Again, I mentioned before, I, I thought the story around the sister was kind of interesting. But that's about it. But everybody loved it because, again, dude actually bones. That wasn't the reason why I liked it, but we'll go with that. I'm sure. There's <laughs> what else, Chris? I liked the sister thing. So, <laughs> oh, but I said that same exact thing. I literally said that that was I, cool, and then the guy that really likes because of boning, and you're like, I, well, no, I liked it for something else. What else? The sister. I no, said the sister. I, <laughs> <laughs> I said both. I was saying that I agreed. Oh, there you go. Okay, there you go. <sighs> Banished from the hero party, season two. Udase <sighs> Yatsura is coming back, Chris. I'm Needs still to gonna back. watch it. I'm still gonna watch it, but I just I'm very disappointed in it. It's it's just missing so much. But yes, David Production's still working on it. Um, looks incredible. It sounds incredible. The says are incredible. It's just missing. It's missing something. Unfortunately, it's just it's too censored. I hate it, <laughs> but I'll still enjoy it. I'm gonna still enjoy it. But yeah, that's that's coming back season season two, which should be the second half, right? Because I think they said four total cores, but they were gonna split. Two and two or something like that. I forget what they were they were doing with that. So there you go. High cards season two. So high cards coming back. I'll no. I'll probably watch it. I don't know. I it had some really good points in season one, but with how much shows I'm gonna be watching, I may or may not watch the second season. It wasn't like an incredible show, but it, it was fun in a lot of regards. So we'll see. But of course, this is the one that's being that was created by the creators behind Kakuguriri. So for fans of Kakuguriri, that's that's high card. Shaman King Flowers is coming out. The sequel to Shaman King 2021, which I don't even know if they... Did they even release Shaman King, the new Shaman King over here? Was it on Netflix? I don't know. It may have been on Netflix. I don't know why, but I, I think I completely missed the new Shaman King. So there you go. Uh, Kingdom is coming back. Fifth season of Kingdom. So... That's still going. One of these days, I'll eventually start watching that show, even though I keep saying that. Uh, the Fire Hunter is coming back for season two. I probably won't watch it. I barely got through season one, and I don't know that I want to continue it. So, yeah, there's that. Sinduality Noir apparently came back. Apparently, people like Sinduality Noir, so they're going to make a second season of that. Or a second core, anyways. So, part two is Sinduality Noir. It's the one with the the guy that finds the the 
the chick that pilots the robot and makes it powerful for him so that he's better with the robot. A card fight Vanguard Divinas. So another card fight Vanguard is coming out. And then shorts, Chris. I wish I had a, a, a PB for this, but you probably know why it doesn't have a PB. Pioneer Log of the Storied Hot Springs Alternate Worlds Alternate World Springs the reincarnation destination of an onsen fan who's around 40 was <laughs> like it's like parentheses who's in his 40s <laughs> was relaxing <laughs> it was it was a relaxing hot spring paradise or meito isekai no yu kai takuku uh, kai arafo onsen mania Tensei, uh, Tensei Saki wa Nanbiri Onsen Tengoku Deshita. This one is Yoshizo Yukawa is a passionate hot springs enthusiast, a hot springs hunter who was able to sniff out the source of springs one day while searching for a hidden hot springs to revitalize a town. He slips off a cliff. And dies. He is He's then reincarnated into another world by an Inari deity of a small shrine hidden in the rocks. Uh, Yoshizo is joined by Inari's messenger princess, uh, Mayudama. The hot springs hunter within Yoshizo is stirred right away as he takes a bath with Mayudama in the hot springs he just discovered. Then... An elf girl appears. That's the synopsis. <laughs> Just like how it ends with then. An elf girl appears. Anyways, um, yeah, so that's supposed to be like I don't know if it's like the like every season has like this this like H show. I don't know if this is that one or if it's just like a, a pervy, etchy show. Um, let's see what kind of tags it has. I don't know how far it goes or if it's just like massive etchy as he's in these these hot bathtubs, these um, hot springs. Uh, it doesn't list like a group or it's just demographic male. Um, studio. Wolf's Bane. Which they do like both. Like they did a Peter Grill. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume it's gonna be like Peter Grill where it doesn't show anything, but it probably is pretty pretty bad. It's beyond Tokyo MX and BS Fuji. So I don't know. We'll we'll see how how far that one goes. I don't think it's listed as H on Mal. So and they usually list it. But yeah, that, that's um. I, I I don't know how that could be like that particularly funny. I mean, it could be a funny series, but I, I guess it can go in the realm of something like um, Vending Machine Sekai, where it's like a just an absolute nerd for a certain thing, but then at the same time, go in that realm of somebody that doesn't realize what's around him because he's so obsessed with. I just keep getting <laughs> Yuna and Haunted Hot Spring keeps coming up on my screen. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for a different Hot Spring show. Um, but maybe it's, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be in the realm of somebody that's just like super hyper fixated on this dumb thing 
this thing that he's in love with and he's ignoring the fact that there's like these yes um unclothed characters around him that are super cute but I'm not going to expect too much and see if something comes from it. I think it's a short... It's not the reincarnated as a Hot Springs, is it? No, 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 no. He's he's just enjoying the Hot Springs. Yeah, it didn't sound like you were talking about that, so... I, I mean, Mal, are you just not willing to acknowledge that it exists? Probably. Uh, there it is right there. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's just listed as etchy. It isn't listed as H, so I'm guessing it's not going to go too far. But again, it depends on who's going to actually pick it up. Again, high dive opportunity. People like to support uncensored people. Anyways, that's Pioneer Log of the Storied Hot Springs. Yummy She Buys coming back for a 12th season. So that one's coming back. Um, can't It can't die. It's a good thing. One of these days I'll, I'll give it a shot, but probably not. Keep telling myself that. That's it. That's all the shows. Of course, continuing is the important stuff. Besides my massive excitement for the returning of um, Danger of My Heart, obviously my most exciting shows for the winter season are what's currently airing, which is Freren, which is going for 28 episodes, and Apothecary Diaries, which is going for 24 episodes. Um, God, I hope that Apothecary Diaries gets another season announced, because apparently they're like like super slow, like like one volume. Like they're, they're doing like the 86 thing where they're not they're not rushing it. So I'm hoping they could just continue that series going on. But yeah, Undead Unluck is still going for 24 episodes. Shangri-La Frontier for 25 episodes. Uh, Ragnar Crimson for 24 episodes. Nanatsu no Tezai is going for 24 episodes. Captain Tsubasa 2 is going for 29 episodes. Dog Signal apparently is airing. Um, that's going for 20. And Beyblade X is going for 51 episodes. So yeah. Other than that, we have movies and ONAs and OVAs. We have My Happier Marriage is going to have an OVA, which I'll probably have to look into that one. Classroom for Heroes is getting an OVA. Uh, we have the Omoro K movie, uh, Haikyuu movie, Madoka Magica. That thing's happening. I I, I thought it was a, a meme, but apparently <laughs> apparently that whole Madoka Magica I thought sequel they, movie was is actually happening. I thought they just recently reconfirmed that they actually were going to be doing it. I don't remember that, but yeah, it's it's probably later in the year, probably like maybe April. But yeah, and yes, Dead Dead Demons destruction movie that one's gonna come out sometime in winter as well, and that's um that's it. You know what I just realized, Chris? This entire time you have not been writing anything down, so you are going to be incredibly in and unready for. What is your top most excited shows of the season coming up? Um, trigger show. I've obviously cheated, but um, oh, the trigger show. So the the Donchi, Donchi, um, Dungeon Meshi. Yeah, I was thinking Makara Donchi. I don't know why Makara Donchi popped in my head suddenly. <laughs> it was probably there was a hot spring. Didn't it have a Donchi in it. I don't know. Something had a Donchi in it. Um, I did make my list already, so yes, I did technically cheat, but I don't have it up, so yeah, there it is right there. So we usually do five, don't we? I did a ten for my video, so... Tamer. This, the tamer slime thing. Tamer, that is yeah, tamer. Oh, pick up tamer trash, tamer. Yeah, picking up trash. Isekai slime tamer, uh, trash picker-upper. In, in another world with my, my slime uh, compactor. 
<laughs> my slime compactor. Uh, I would probably go for five. A sign of affection, gushing over magical girls, Sengoku Yoku, Sasaki and Peeps. Yeah, and Peeps, Peeps, and the and um, the signing one for sure. I guess for my fifth one, maybe the weakest tamer begins a journey to pick up trash. That's probably my most my five most exciting shows of the next season that are new. Obviously, like I said, if you include the returners, it's going to have Danger My Heart, Tsukimichi, Bottom Tier, Sign of Affection, Sengoku Yoku, maybe. That would probably be it. But yeah, we usually do new shows. So that way we don't fill it up with that. So yeah, it would be... That was a thing. Like when I made... This is a... this Okay, now that we've gotten through all this stuff and like, excitement aside, a little bit of truth bomb here, Chris. Mm-hmm. Winter 2024, I'm just going to say it, besides the Returners... Uh, Torture Princess is my fifth. No, no, no. I take that back. Uh, crazy, crazy magical girl lady. Gushing or magical girls, yeah. Okay, that's my five. Truth be told, besides, like, the big Returners, besides the, the continuing Freren and, and Apothecary Diaries... I feel like winter 2024 is going to be a very weak season. Like, I, I almost feel like it's going to be hard for me to really kind of find... Like, it's it's telling... And this might be a sign of myself, but I don't really think it's really the case. Because I don't really feel like there's that, that, that push there. There's so many shows this coming season that don't excite me. And the PVs themselves don't do well enough to sell me on the shows themselves. I feel like besides, yes, a lot of people's excitement for things like solo leveling, um, and like I said, the returner shows, besides things like A Sign of Affection and Gushing Over Magical Girls, like all this stuff and Sengoku Yoko, all this stuff doesn't excite me. And I and I think that's a really big sign that this next season is going to be just a very lacking season. Like it, a lot, I mean, I it was telling when about the same time that I was looking at the season, Somebody else that I know that watches a lot of shows, a lot of shows, they said that they have the same thing on their mind as I did when I was looking at the list. This is a season that looks like it's going to be one of those three-episode drop show uh, seasons. Like, there's going to be a lot of three-episode drop shows. Um, because, again, it's just too much of the same, but nothing doing anything exciting. So, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it could... It could shift things, but it's a it's a terrible sign. Like I typically, whenever I make my top ten of the season video, I'm fighting to 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 squeeze it in ten. Like I'm dropping shows off. I'll have a lot of honorable mentions because I'm like I can't fit them all in this ten list. This season, I got to six, and I literally had to force things on the list. That's how bad. My my excitement level for a lot of these shows was is that I had to I had to find something to put in my list. People had to talk me into putting things like Chain Soldier into my list and stuff like that. It's like I don't want to put it on there because you think it should be good. I'm not excited because of the studio and stuff. But I don't know maybe I'm maybe I'm being cynical. We'll see. It, I, but that's a great thing because if I go in this next season and I feel like it's a, just a lackluster season, maybe I'll get shocked. 
Yeah. Right. Maybe, maybe, maybe the season will prove me wrong. Um, but I have seen a couple of comments from like, um, Did certain well-known, what, uh, certain well-known animators and, and people that kind of analyze the industry and they're kind of saying the same thing. Like this is a, not looking good. Plus there was, it was on the wake of them announcing the re-adaptation of one piece. And that's not really a good sign to a lot of people too, is the idea of, have they lost out of ideas? They're re-adapting this thing that's still being adapted right now? Oh, I was crazy. Sorry, what? I was just going to ask if you watched the solo leveling uh, PV all the way through. Yeah. Did you end yeah. up seeing the character that has said that that's your, that's your girl? Yeah, don't know why, but yeah. You'll like her. I think you'll like her. I think you said that a lot when I was reading the manga back in, uh, like, what was that, like a year ago? It was like a year ago when you said you were reading it, and I checked it out a little bit. It was back when they got announced, I think, when they announced the adaptation or something like that. But anyways, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's that. But yeah, that's your winter 2024 anime season preview. I hope you guys enjoyed this video as always. It's it's It wasn't so difficult putting this time together, um, just because, like I said, there wasn't as many new shows to go through. But I typically like to kind of dig into who's working on projects and try to find those those interesting ones. And I, and I, it's, it's kind of sad that technically only like two of the shows this season was like one of those ones where, holy crap, that's the creator. Um, but it is what it is. I can't, I can't find some weird, crazy hidden gems like always, but I hope you guys enjoyed it as always. Again, we're from otakuspear.com. That's where you can go for all of our links, social media links, ways to get a hold of us. Um, if you're on YouTube, make sure to hit that like button, leave a comment, let us know what you're most excited for, for the next season. Um, as per usual, if you want to support the channel more and what we do here, we have a Patreon link, tips, links, super thanks, all that kind of ways that you can support us monetarily. Greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. And until the next, I, I keep wanting to say Mashuko Mondays, <laughs> until the next episode, um, until, what, what do I usually say? I, my brain is not working right now. Until next time. Until next time, y'all take care. It's something like, I, I say take care. And then I say os. Oh, I say os? No, I say os. Do you say os, Yuki? Yuki always says those. Yuki. 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 Come a, here. Rare, a rare Yuki on a camera. Come here. Let's see. Us. Us. Yuki. <laughs> Yuki Us. Yuki. Us. Yuki. <laughs> Wake up. Us. Uh, take care.